Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man's a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250 930 online, pr927fm.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of our show. Hang out with the chat gang on YouTube and Facebook Live. We'll read your comments and get to whatever is on your mind on this Tuesday. No ECU football this weekend. Uh, we got a bye week, so we'll look around some uh, other college football and talk about that with Mac McCarthy here in hour number one. Coming up, hour two, we'll uh, get Mully's MLB playoff picks. Game about to begin right now between the Rays and the Rangers. And uh, three more games coming up on this Wild Card Tuesday. So we'll talk some MLB playoffs, some football with the Mully Man in hour two. And Bryce Williams was not happy with what he saw on Saturday night. We'll talk some pirate football with the former ECU tight end and uh, ask Bryce how he can fix this thing. What do we need to focus on during this bye week? If you're East Carolina, we'll get to all that in hour three. We got a giveaway. We got a lot going on on this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. And Coach Mack is in the house. Mack McCarthy. Coach Mack, good to see you. How you doing, sir? I'm good, guys. I've uh, been looking forward to this. We had a lot of uh, good games and some that went the way we thought, some that surprised us as each and every week. But uh, but a lot of stuff going on in college football, which is fun. And Coach Mack, I appreciate when you come in because you always have that chipper attitude. I'm ready. And you asked me how I was doing. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, all right. You were, you know, I was you down. Were, you were subdued. But that you've got me kind of back up, high-spirited, ready to go here. <laughs> <laughs> on a uh, Tuesday, Shirley's uh, having a good day because a secret Santa. Shirley told me the story. So Shirley, earlier today when you and Ellerby were here, there was a knock at the back door. Uh huh. And then Ellerby went to the back door. Yes, because and, I was in here doing production. And what did he find? He found a bag that was hanging on the doorknob, and inside said bag was a Miami Dolphins hat which i am now sporting now jamie i believe it was somebody i believe it was jamie said a couple weeks ago you know what would be funny because people like to gift me hats and stuff Mm -hmm. what if somebody gifted clip a miami dolphins hat because the joke is when the dolphins are winning and playing great i call them our our miami dolphins they're really shirley's dolphins but i kind of nudged my way into the dolphins bandwagon because they're so fun to watch and so good uh this week they lost so they are just shirley's dolphins i don't have any claim on them right now Mm -hmm. um but the hat was delivered and i knew from the style of hat that that was a hat for you and if anybody actually gave me a dolphins hat i would give that to you 
obviously. Yeah, but if it was Unless fitted it was for your size. head, I would not be able to wear it. So I would take sorry, it Sorry, your head's bigger than mine. Um, but this was a gift for you, and we did find out who that secret Santa was. It was Steve Hill. And I should have put two and two together because he texted me earlier today and said, Lids, buy one, get one. So there's a deal going on, and I guess oh. he took advantage of that and got Shirley Rhodes an awesome Dolphins hat. Well, I was not aware of that, but still, um, thank you, Steve Hill, for getting me this hat. But I was wondering who it was that dropped it off, number one. And number two, I, when Clip came in, I showed it to him, and I said, okay. I said, now, is this for me or is this for you? <laughs> I was like, you know, going back to the joke about, you know, getting a Dolphins hat for, for Clip. And I was like, obviously, this hat is not meant for Clip because no. of the style of hat. It's he, yours. All he, yours. He prefers fitted hats. I like adjustable. Do you think it was the one that was bought or the free one? <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> Great question, hey, Coach look, Mike. I consider this, you know, my birthday's next Friday, so I consider this an early birthday present. So I'm going to take it for what it is, whether you paid for it or you got the BOGO, I don't care. Or you stole it. It's fine. We'll it's take fine. stolen goods I don't care. as well. Make yeah. a note, Pirate Nation. I, 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 know, I know nothing. Birthday, yeah. next Friday. Saw she snuck Write that, that in. Down. That yeah, was smart. that in there, that yeah. Smart. <laughs> uh, looks good, Shirley. Good looking well, I mean, we had to celebrate Chandler's birthday. We had to make a big deal out of that. That, so we might as wow. well do something next Why week. Why chain on the bus? <laughs> I was just oh, boy. I'll tell <laughs> you what. Like, what did I do? I'm just over here. While we're talking positivity and keeping the, uh, let's keep the positives up and say that last week on our top, tw- top 10 and top 25 teams to lose, everybody, the triangle of college footballdom went 3-0, and went 6-0, and I should say, went 2-0 and each. That was impressive. 2-0, and 2-0, and That's two hard. And Hard to do, folks. Uh, so fantastic stuff from the gang here. And I kind of just want to start there because we're hot. I want to go ahead and make the picks right now before we even look back. Are y'all ready? Have y'all looked at it? Oh, yeah. I know you have. I'm saying, look at this guy. There is smoke coming from his fingers on his phone right now looking up the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> there is pure tea smoke well he, he's had a long trip he was at i heard he was at uh, rice that's right i was at the stadium <laughs> <laughs> all right uh for reference that was before the show when uh coach mack what was your question to him well we knew he was at the of game of course and, yes and then i asked him where he watched you the said g- I, you said i was in houston and i said yes and, and I, then you asked, you said, where, where did, you, did you, where'd watch you watch the, the game, game from? And I said, and she said, he said the stadium, <laughs> the stadium, which was, asked and answered, which was really either smart aleck as hell or not so bright. I don't, I, I didn't think I'll of the question. B. Uh, yeah. B, B is the correct answer. Uh, the actual answer though, you watched it from multiple places, right? Yeah. The field, uh, went and sat with my dad for a little bit and then the press box. Uh, where did Clark did Clark watch it solo? Did he find some pirate fans? No, we actually saw a guy that actually knew Troy D. I don't know if you guys know that guy, um, but uh, there was a guy that we met whoa, Friday whoa, whoa, night at, in public. They admitted this, or <laughs> they, they, he, well, he admitted in public that he went to school with Troy Dreyfus. Oh, he went to school with. Him. He he didn't say he was friends or anything. 
I think he, he was, said he, he said he was friends. Well, he was kind of forced to be in the same area if you went to school together. Uh, so he didn't really chew. But anyway. I, I, but I told the guy I said my dad still doesn't have a ticket. He said, well, I had three people that were supposed to come and they bailed on me. He said, I got your dad a ticket. So my dad sat with that guy. His name was Kevin, and he so, met Vontae Leach. Met Vontae Leach. Which is very and, cool. Yeah. So my dad had a really good time and was able to sit with some pirate fans. Cool. Saturday. All right, Coach Mack. I said there's one pretty easy answer for a top 10 team you could pick to lose this week you notified me that there's actually two and the spreads are now that i look at it the exact same so you're right there are two obvious ones you could go with but i'm not going obvious and i'm probably just taking a loss here but i didn't want to go the easy route i think texas beats oklahoma and i didn't even factor in notre dame louisville to be honest with you so i'll let you talk about that one I'm going to go with uh, a top 10 team that is not going to lose, but I'm going to pick them to lose. I just want to see if Maryland is kind of halfway for real. Wow. And can Oots Loxley. Can they hang around with Ohio State? Well, they've got impressive wins over Towson, Charlotte, and oh, Virginia. <laughs> uh, so it, okay. they're trending in the right direction. I see what you're doing here. Um, <laughs> give me Ohio State to lose outright to Maryland and the younger Tagovailoa to put up a ton of points and yards this week 13 touchdowns to three interceptions so far this season for the uh, brother of Tua uh Smoky Fingers who's your top 10 team to lose have you pulled up the schedule yet you've been over there for five minutes surely do you have this oh I said surely not surely surely you've been able to see the schedule at this point my top 10 to lose is Oh, boy. How about this? I've got Oklahoma beating Texas. He's surprising himself. In the red. He, he hasn't even been listed to no, the show. That's all. fine. That's fine. He's been he's been searching. I understand. That's who clipped him. You're not a big multitasker. What was I supposed to do there? No, you pick your upset. You're taking Oklahoma to beat Texas. Yes, in the Red River rivalry. Don't say shootout. I know. Rivalry. We're saving lives. All right. You've got Texas to lose. Yes. Coach Mack, your top 10 team to lose. I really want so bad to take Florida State losing to Virginia Tech as a four-touchdown favorite. Ride the momentum of Virginia Tech finally winning a Power 5 game. The Hokies have found their way. Stick with them, Coach. They have. (laughs) I'll give you one. I'll take Florida State. All right. Here we go. Chandler. Ultimate homer pick. Well, by the way, so – I'm five and five. Max five and five. Chandler's four and six. We're almost inviting Chandler to join us uh, and pick up a game on us with I our, that, our predictions. Uh, there, the Ole Miss pick last week was huge. That was huge. I will say, and huge. and you did something very smart there. A lot of people, when a team burns them, they throw them to the wayside. Ole Miss, you had Ole Miss against Bama. Bama didn't work Bama. out. What'd yeah. you do? You went right back to the well. Took them again. They played Bama well in Tuscaloosa, so I was like, well, yeah, I th- they scored like 10 points. They did, but I mean, it was a final of 24 to 10. I think there was a late touchdown there, but I mean, uh, I, I liked Ole Miss last week to get the win. They they were able to do that against, uh, against Brian Kelly, and their hopes of making the playoffs are shot as Clip Brock had them in the final four. <laughs> wow, and there's a nice shot at me. I had to just turn it on you, sorry. Well, at least Clemson's doing good, right? Ugh. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, Remember, um, I hate Clemson. my top 25 team to lose, I'm going to just uh, take the easy way out here since I went tough with the other one. I'm going to take Kentucky to lose to Georgia. Hmm. Although the way Georgia's been playing, I don't know. They have been uh, 
a little shaky, but I think they get it done at home against Kentucky. Uh, Chandler, who's your top 25 team to lose? Uh, I was about to go easy here and go Notre Dame to beat Louisville, but I'm going to say that Wyoming. That, that's not easy at all. I will say this. Louisville looked bad against NC State. They did. They're still so unbeaten. State. Yeah. <laughs> so was Maryland. And they're at home. Maryland's not. <laughs> um, Notre Dame a six-and-a-half point favorite in that game, but I'm going to go Wyoming beating your Fresno no, State Bulldogs. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm going Wyoming at home. Uh, Fresno State in that game is a six-point favorite. That game on Fox at 8 o'clock. How about that? Saturday. A little spotlight, Coach. Fox, 8 o'clock. Fresno State at Wyoming. That's I impressive. Like yeah, Good game. impressive. And, and for the uh, AAC, uh, Fresno needs to lose. For the AAC. Oh, right. Because, and I guess, that, well, I don't know. If Marshall's not in that category. But they're undefeated. They're at NC State. I think if they could run the table, they could be potentially up there as well. I think whoever wins the American could be there, but but you don't need Fresno to be ranked and stay ranked. So okay. Fresno needs to get beat. All right. You know who their quarterback is? M- Mikey Keene. What was he, UCF? That name sounds yes. very UCF. familiar. Yeah. Yes, that's it. All right, Mikey Keene. I'm a big Fresno State guy. I didn't know he was their quarterback until now. Uh, so you are taking Fresno State. Uh, Coach Mack. Uh, I'm going to go with you and go to Kentucky, uh, although it wouldn't shock me if Kentucky won the way way Georgia's playing. But, uh, uh, you know, last week, Chandler, I was telling a clip beforehand, let me give you these stats. One quarterback, quarterback for one team, goes 25 for 30 for 250 yards. The other team's quarterback goes 9 for 20 for 69 yards. Who wins the game? Chandler, while you think about that, Coach Matt, can you give your mic a a rotation just like that? Perfect. I'm sorry. Oh, man, you sound good now. I would go with the quarterback that threw for 250 yards. You idiot. Not only did he lose, but he lost 33-14 to (laughs) in the Florida-Kentucky game. Yeah, Coach Matt got me with this one earlier. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, I mean, then, I, I had a feeling that the the quarterback with the lowest yardage was the answer. But, it, it, I mean, it, if you're looking at it on paper, you're going, man, they got a good win there. And while we're talking about, both of those are transfer quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the quarterback we were talking about with Fresno, quarterback, right? Transfer quarterback. In the top 25, how many transfer quarterbacks are there? Mm. I'm, I'm going to go say, like 14. I'm going to say, so top 25, Chandler went more than half. I'm going to go more than half, too. I'm going to go 16. 17 of wow. the 25. There are only eight homegrown. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Alabama, Miami, and Duke. They're the only homegrown quarterbacks in the top 25. Yeah. So if you want to be in the top 25, you better go get you a quarterback. Yeah. That's what we have learned. I mean, we could go through the college football playoff over the years, and it's like three out of four just about every year, it seems like. At least two. That's pretty amazing. Yep. The uh, the age of college football, where we're at right now. Checking with the uh, the chat gang. Steve says, smash them likes, folks. Appreciate that. Jamie says, when is the appropriate time to start talking basketball with Coach Mack? Season is close. Sure. I mean, I, I'm down anytime. I love college hoops, but we're smack dab in the middle of some big can't college be, football. Can't be before November to cause too much going on with football. Yeah, you just got too much going on right now. But yeah, about a month from now, 
break it out i'm excited uh tyler says the way i see it coach max prediction still alive and well 100 percent. i don't know about well no it is alive (laughs) (laughs) alive and not well that's valid that's valid so max said zero and three start and you go eight and one the rest of the way eight and four play for the conference championship uh, you're behind the eight ball a little bit, losing to Rice. We we had we needed that W. Yeah, I didn't predict that. I needed that one to be right, and then a bye week gets me right another week. But uh, yeah, I'm just hanging by a thread right now. I thought the offense would be in sync by now. Yeah. Instead, we're um, new kids on the block. <laughs> I was going to say 98 <laughs> degrees. I was thinking of another boy band. That's messed up, dude. Yeah, that that's a bad insult for sitting beside Shirley. Sorry. Yeah, we are not in sync. I don't know what we are, but it's in sync is not the option. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, a lot of nonsense in the chat, but we love you guys. Uh, you got a question, college football related or college hoops? I mean, you can get it in with uh, Mac McCarthy here on a Tuesday. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll regroup. We'll talk about what happened last week. We will look at what is coming up ahead. And, Coach, I kind of want to go through the contenders right now and look at schedules the rest of the way. And one of the reasons I want to do this is because this Oklahoma-Texas game is huge. I was thinking more from a Texas standpoint, but really for both teams because the Big 12 is not very strong, and the winner of this game is going to be undefeated if it's Texas – top three if it's oklahoma maybe top seven ish and they could potentially cruise the rest of the way and meet again so we meet again so i want to talk about that what lies ahead this college football season we'll do that and a lot more when we return pirate radio live on a tuesday back with you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Bye week for East Carolina. We got two Saturdays off in a row here at Pirate Radio. I'm pumped about that. Also pumped for a Thursday nighter. And I guess Mike Houston on uh, the on his show last night said that they would be breaking out some new black uniforms for that game against SMU. Why did you do that? Because why did you just roll your eyes and shake your head? It's just what went on on Twitter last night. Okay, good. Because I hope we don't have people, and I know no, we do, no, 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 that no, listen no, no. to this program that are going to say, oh, we're focusing on uniforms. No, the, that's not where I was going with that. Guys calm down you can just because you're unveiling new uniforms does not mean that's what the team is focused on 
they're practicing they're trying to get better you can do you can do more than one thing at once so for everybody out there that's saying people are crazy we're we're (laughs) spending too much time on uniforms no we're spending time on trying to get better and it's not happening right now and it's not looking good but that is not due to focusing on uniforms it's like people think that the first thing they thought of when they got back to greenville was like all right uniforms what are we gonna do with that what are we gonna do with that during the rice game uh, coach houston's on the sidelines thinking about the uniforms they're gonna be breaking out no folks doesn't work that way all right east carolina has good uniforms coach if they that's not what we're worried about coach if they had worse uniforms maybe we'd be better on the field you ever thought about that no (laughs) good because you shouldn't think that way exactly uh you're right you have good uniforms I like what uh, Coach Schwartz has done with the basketball unis. Yeah. And I don't like the Lakers, but apparently he's a California, Double L.A. Block. Lakers guy, and it looks looks Lakers-ish. And we Laker, might as well... Lakers uniforms now are classic. Exactly. So you, you, you do anything like the Lakers. Uh, first championship ring I designed was copied after the Lakers NBA ring. There you go. What ring was that? Uh, SEC championship game uh, ring at Auburn nice nice and we copied the lakers just not because i was a laker fan although i i have gotten to know jerry west pretty well back in the day oh yeah huge flex <laughs> i know a lot of flexing going on by Matt no, that was that was just part of the conversation <laughs> um, I, know, I know jerry really well <laughs> jerry well, i call him jerry what's up jerry bear <laughs> jw 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 my man <laughs> newton says if you look good you feel good according to coach ruff um well, they'll look good and they'll feel good. Will they play good? I don't know. It's, we should beat off. Thank you, Coach Ruff. I figured we had that from somewhere. Got to beat that off week. Uh, Adam says, if we continue to struggle this year, what are your thoughts on changes being made after the season is be- is over? Coaching changes, DK, or bringing in a quarterback from the portal? If we're almost last in offensive statistics the entire year, uh, yes, I think you need to look at all those things and do all those things. You know, we've talked about quarterback play and, and the backup quarterback being the most popular guy on campus in a lot of situations, but there's so much that goes into that. The, you know, the offensive line, the, do you have receivers? Do you have any running game? The quarterback play itself, play calling. You know, there's no real simple answer in, in any situation. Virginia Tech, we'll give you we'll give an idea here. They, they've been awful on offense. Started a kid named Grant Wells, who was a great quarterback at, at Marshall. We saw him uh, when yeah. we played Marshall. Really, really good. And and came to Virginia Tech, was average last year, was even worse than that to start the season this year. Um, you know, and then they, they changed quarterbacks. But they've been struggling like crazy offensively. And then last week, for some reason... And you know there are rumors that the uh, that uh, one of the analysts uh, may have contributed to uh, you know to the improvement, but uh, they do have an analyst who was uh, the running game coordinator or the offensive coordinator at Army, and all of a sudden we looked like uh, you know Southern Cal going up and down the floor, up and down the field, and uh, you know did that have something to do with it? But because they ran a bunch of plays I had never seen before, but you don't know what it is. Is it the offensive line? The quarterback doesn't have time you can't run the football the wide receivers aren't getting open it's awfully easy to place the blame on the quarterback well i'll say this uh hosting the fifth quarter and doing this show and and seeing what people have to say 
it is all across the board i would say the majority of complaints are for go to donnie kirkpatrick and the offensive coordinator but i was thinking about this if you had the best play caller in the country at east carolina right now what would our record be or i thought about doing this poll like if you had what would you take right now pirate fans to turn this around the the best quarterback in the country the best receiver in the country the best offensive lineman the best head coach the best play caller because i don't know i feel like it is all across the board we have issues everywhere at ecu yeah and, and again you know you you know if you if you can't blame the quarterback then then blame the offensive coordinator and again that's just too simple of an answer to to be the the whole answer you know uh, you know i've seen donnie kirkpatrick's team score a bunch of points Absolutely. in a bunch of different situations whether it was chattanooga or jmu or even here at uh, at east carolina yeah. did did he, did he get dumb all of a sudden I, you know that's probably not likely um and and the quarterback situation is the same thing you know you see these guys in practice and you know there are some people that play well in practice and can't play well in the games that's in every sport but uh i I would beg the fans to to consider that there are lots of factors with an offense that is not scoring points yeah and again i feel like we have we've seen blame pointed at a lot of different areas but you're right the the biggest two are going to be quarterback oc and these and what quarterback do you go to right now if you're east carolina we are already on the backup and we talked about transfer (laughs) quarterbacks how about this how about uh brennan armstrong you know was was all acc quarterback two years ago three years ago now struggled last year transfers to nc state gets back with his offensive coordinator that he had at virginia and he's just been awful he has just been terrible. He uh, has now been benched. Has they now announced been benched this week for the for the Morris kid who um, you know was torched my Virginia Tech Hokies uh, a couple years ago when he came off the bench and uh, uh, somebody got hurt and uh, he looked like an All American that night. But uh, uh, same thing with uh, Jerkovic at uh, at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know he was really good at Boston College three years ago. Struggled a little bit last year on a bad team. Reunites with his offensive coordinator Signetti at. At, uh, at Pitt in his hometown, you think that's got to be a home run, and he he has been worse than terrible. He just hasn't been very good at all. And again, it, those guys didn't forget how to play. It's not their ability. It's just a combination of factors. And the head, as the head coach, you've got to figure that out. And some I feel like have gone the opposite direction, where. Like Penix, I know he had a great year. Was it the COVID, COVID year, year when Indiana was COVID good? COVID year, then he got hurt. So, and then he was not the same the right. following year, right? Right. So, That's when he correct. went to Washington, I don't know how much fanfare there really was for him going there. And now he's tearing it up. Yeah. Could be could be playing as well as anybody this side of uh, Southern Cal. Yeah. I mean, Sam Hartman, these la- he's had two kind of showcase games, and the offense hasn't really done much, but he did will him to a victory the other night. I would say he... He kind of is what he is. He's still a really good quarterback. Yeah. Well, we, we went over that before. Seventeen quarterbacks in the uh, in the top twenty five are transfer quarterbacks. So uh, it's clearly working out in a lot of cases. But it, it's also no guarantee. Yeah. No. It's that is interesting to see those guys uh, in particular you brought up that have just for whatever reason uh, got worse throughout their college career. I mean, maybe they've been uh, these guys have been around four, five, six years now. So 
they wore out their welcome or something i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it is I don't know. normally you uh that experience pays off but again it, it just isn't as simple as the quarterback himself uh quick thoughts on last week coach uh did you what did you think of colorado putting up some points on usc is that just again go to show you what this usc team is gosh you know uh, you want to think better of lincoln riley and in, in terms of uh making decisions about the whole program that clearly they're going to be able to win any game they play because he's just an absolute genius but h- how do you explain the defense not getting any better and uh and colorado has some skills but they didn't look like they had a lot of skills last week against oregon right. so so that doesn't bode well for usc and i know we're going to talk about the pac-12 and their schedule down the stretch but uh, impressive and then Georgia doesn't look good at all against an Auburn team that has struggled to score uh, you know they, they play well enough to win in the end but there's no way if you didn't know they were the defending champions that you would vote Georgia number one in the country right now uh, Texas Kansas wasn't as good a game as we thought it might be because uh, Jalen Daniels wasn't available to quarterback uh, Kansas and then um, Duke Notre Dame lived up to the hype uh, you know neither quarterback like you said really did much of a showcase uh, from the offensive perspective but a great game a great atmosphere i've never seen duke like that every time i've seen a good crowd it's at duke it's been clemson fans or nc state fans or virginia Didn't tech they play fans. alabama one year and bama fans took over yeah, i want to say i'm sure yeah. i'm sure but uh uh mississippi state alabama alabama looks like they have you know gotten through a rough patch and now they look like a contender and i know we're going to talk about playoff contenders uh you know there in Oregon State, uh, you know our pick uh, for the for the upset in the top ten was uh, was solid with uh, DJU uh, having a decent night, but really Oregon State's defense was unreal. And is he another example of a guy playing better sure. than he did pre- sure. at his previous time? Hundred percent. Oh, was that your final thought? <laughs> <laughs> another question from last week, Coach. Thoughts on Georgia sleepwalking through the first half of games? We've seen it a couple times now. Yeah, you know, and they did it a couple times a year ago, but when they played, they played really well and looked dominant. They haven't looked dominant for a game yet this year. They've looked dominant for a quarter, maybe a half, but they haven't looked like they dominated at all. And I don't know if it's uh, if it's Carson Beck on the, in the offense because the defense seems to be pretty darn stout, as always, uh, although they did let Auburn score a few points, which uh, they haven't been able to score against anybody else but they had 88 passing yards auburn did in that game yeah and yeah of course we we figured out that that wasn't a a key stat from uh, kentucky having uh (laughs) you know having 69 yards and still you know boat racing florida uh florida earned all this uh equity up but when they stomped tennessee and now they've lost all of it and and probably given back more than they had to start with so uh a lot of crazy times in the sec and the sec west mississippi has a chance to win the sec west of all things after we talked about last week they didn't have any really quality wins other than indiana during a covid year but texas a&m is alive and uh, alabama is certainly alive lsu that they could Man. they could lose this week against missouri who would have thought missouri would be unbeaten at this point in time uh georgia did find out what to do in the second half of that game and that is feed brock bowers he finished with eight for 157 and a touchdown most of that was in the second half i know i know he's not going to be there but but how how is he not in new york for the heisman 
I understand how he won't win it, but I, you know, it's really hard to explain why he can't. He is certainly the the most valuable player on right now the number one team in the country good point very good point uh let's see anything else from last week uh kind of touched on Ole Miss there and their win uh as we move ahead coach this is uh so Texas Oklahoma and I was looking at it the whole time from a Texas standpoint that if they win this game Texas the rest of the way has houston byu k-state tcu iowa state texas tech surely they could be tripped up but they're going to be double digit favorites in most of those games right For probably everybody part. but kansas state yeah and that one is at home so they're, they're going to be hefty favorites uh but even oklahoma who i know you are not high on going into this year no i wasn't and are you have you changed your stance at all have, have they beat anybody they no. beat Iowa State, Cincinnati, no. Tulsa, SMU, Arkansas State. No, but what they are doing is they're they're playing defense. I think they're the number five scoring defense in the country, uh, which is something that they were just not good at at all last year, which was a huge surprise given Brent Venables' resume. Uh, and Dylan Gabriel might be the the most under the radar valuable player in in the country. You know, nobody's talking about him. When you start talking about quarterbacks, you can list 15, 20 guys before you get to Dylan Gabriel. But he's been really impressive. Uh, another transfer from, from UCF. UCF, exactly. Um, so Oklahoma, which by the way they will play UCF I next week. I wonder how many transfers from UCF are starting because you got Fresno, Keen. You've got Oklahoma. Uh, the kid at UMass is a UCF guy. It seems like there's another one somewhere, maybe even in the Power Five. I don't know, but who is it, uh, folks? Let us know. Man, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's impressive. Now Oklahoma's rest of the way looks a little more difficult i don't know they got so after this one they got ucf at kansas at oklahoma state which gundy's boys ain't much they're not right? playing good but that's still bedlam west virginia uh who's playing really well did they win last week yeah blocked two field goals in the last couple minutes to win they're like five and one uh at byu and tcu so it looks a little more difficult than yeah. texas maybe but yeah. either way uh, winner of this game, and and but you did bring it up earlier. Uh, we'll probably could meet again yeah. in the Big Twelve Championship. Yeah, very likely we'll meet again. But but Oklahoma does have a tougher road to hoe than Texas, in my opinion. Georgia gets by Kentucky this week, coach, and they have left nobody. Ten at Tennessee is the only game that they could even be. Ole Miss at home. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe toward the end. But that's it. Yeah, Ole yeah. Miss and Tennessee is what they, they have. They have the left. best schedule of everybody in the country to go undefeated. I am fascinated to see what happens in the Pac-12. Oh, gosh. Because if you're the Pac-12, which is not going to exist, it looks like, <laughs> moving forward. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> you're worried right now that these teams give each other, each other yeah. a loss or multiple losses and nobody's left standing at the end but like well, washington you, oregon you, you throw in oregon state i guess throw in washington state throw and, in the usc throw in ucla throw in utah utah, utah. exactly they can all win <laughs> it's crazy they can all win yeah. utah gets cam rising back and they play defense better than anybody in that league washington's good on both sides of the ball oregon's good on both sides of the ball usc can outscore anybody on a given night ucla the freshman if he doesn't throw an interception at utah who's who knows they may have won that game and washington state and oregon state can beat all those teams on a given night 
It's going to be great. It's going to be a great year, a great final year for the Pac-12. And it is. Uh, what a way to go out. Adam says, don't write off Alabama. Oh, no, he's right. He's right. They're in pretty good shape. They get LSU at home. Uh, so their loss is to Texas, right? And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Now they've got A and M this week, I believe. A and M. And I'll see what they got the rest Not of the this, way. I think it's next week, maybe. Uh, no. Let's see. Am I on the right week, Coach? That know. would be. No, it is this yeah. week. It is this week. They're four, and they're only a four and a half point favorite too. Interesting. And A and M with a backup quarterback, Max Johnson, tr- another transfer from. Uh, LSU. They've got Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, all at home coming up at Kentucky versus Chattanooga, game to watch. Oh, you got to watch the mocks. They're ranked. And and at Auburn to end the year. So, kind of a down Bama year, but their one loss is to Texas right now, and, and they and control go, their fate. And they'll go into the SEC championship. Now, SEC is still East versus West, correct? This year, one more team. Right. This is last year. And the East Chain oh Georgia. So yeah. it'll be Georgia taking on one of those teams from the West. Um what I'm saying from all this, I don't know, other than some teams have it a little easier than others when it comes to the rest of the way. And uh but a big one between Texas and Oklahoma, especially if Texas wins, that that could because what do you do with the undefeated Texas that loses in the Big Twelve championship? We saw that last year with TCU. And they were able to get a spot in that playoff, despite losing in that game. Correct? Kansas State won the championship. Yeah. yeah. And TCU and, went. And Ohio State, of course, had a loss and didn't play in the championship game and still made the playoffs. Big Ten was who? Michigan, Michigan. and Ohio State. But oh, oh, who was in the championship? I don't know. It's who just, cares? Usually Wisconsin, but who knows? <laughs> Michigan versus who cares? <laughs> right. So, yeah, we saw it last year where a team... It did. wasn't Wisconsin because they fired a coach, right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. Purdue. In, uh, Purdue. That's who it was. Ooh, not this year. Not for the Boilers this year. Um, all right. So, as we sit here right now, Coach, okay, take one team out of the Pac-12 that it makes the playoff. Who's your Gosh. favorite Pac-12 team? Well, my favorite Pac-12. 12 team is is usc because of lincoln but uh my favorite team right now based on how they're playing gosh it's between washington and oregon they play pretty quickly here you like washington uh, early on really stick with did. them ride with them i'm i'm going i'm going michael Penix, lefty a lefty quarterback I'd like to see it all right uh, let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live here on a tuesday more with Mac when we return. Also, we got a pinch hitter. Mike Mullis unable to join us today. So we're going to call for our pinch hitter, Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com. We're going to preview the MLB playoffs and get his take on the O's when we return. Uh, or that'll be in the 4 o'clock hour when we return. More with Mac after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself 
when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Caleb Stroud of Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved boating his entire life. And that's why in 2012, he decided to give back to the Marine community by creating a way for boaters to order pre-owned salvaged Marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service. Their mission is to save you money and get you back on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Strouds Marine, your best source for salvaged outboard parts. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We, the collective we, college football fandom we, need Notre Dame to get by Louisville. Because if we do, next Saturday, Coach, not this coming Saturday, but the next one, we'll have Oregon-Washington, 3.30 ABC, and then 7.30 on NBC, USC at Notre Dame. And those are headliners. Those are college football playoff. Uh, I don't know about eliminator matches, but uh, just huge games that we would have. If Notre Dame loses this week, it'll lose a little luster there. But uh, but still great matchups. Yeah, a couple, a couple thoughts on that. Louisville, who you know I've been big on all year, mainly because of their schedule. They don't play Florida State or Clemson. Of course, they can lose to Notre Dame and still play in the ACC championship game because that's not a conference game. Um, so that's that's one thing. Um, and your 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 other the other game. Oh, USC. Oregon, Oregon, and. Uh... And Washington, Washington is next week. Yeah, that, I knew that was coming up soon. And then, you know, there's some games this week that that are kind of under the road. You, we, we talked off the air, I guess, about Fresno and Wyoming. Uh Mississippi at Arkansas, which is always seems to be a problem uh, game for for whoever's good. Uh, Syracuse at UNC is an interesting game. You know, Syracuse got off to a great start last year and then uh, lost a game and and didn't win. You know, barely you know made bowl eligibility and they lost to Clemson last week. But that was a focused Clemson team. That was pretty impressive uh, with Clemson. But that that could be a tough game for for Carolina and and Washington State, who we've mentioned as a possibility out there in the West uh, playing UCLA this week and uh, I think UCLA is still pretty dangerous even though they've uh, even though they lost the game um, at Utah so we'll we'll see about all that you know how how that shakes out uh, uh, one other point about a game I was going to make and while I you think about lost, that lost my lost my train of thought sorry I jotted down a couple just non-top 25 games Marshall at NC State I'm still I don't know. I've been kind of on Marshall. Can they run the table, have a special season? This is a big opportunity for them uh, to to go about doing that. And then UCF at Kansas. What's the Kansas quarterback situation? Do you know? Do they get their guy back? I didn't know he wasn't going to be available. Well, he uh, he. So did he play the first half? No. Okay. Well, he didn't leave the locker room at halftime. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, and of course, the Bean kid played a lot last year because because Daniels was hurt then, and you got Jaden Daniels at LSU and Jalen Daniels at uh, (laughs) at Kansas. It's hard to keep up with all these guys. But uh, everybody's named Jalen. There you go. There you go. I think I've seen that somewhere before. (laughs) Uh, But UCF at Kansas, keeping an eye on that, just because I I guess I have a soft spot for the Jayhawks as well this year. Yeah, and UCF, but you know, blew a huge lead last week to. Baylor, uh, I thought they had won all Saturday until I saw highlights that night. They were up huge <laughs> against Baylor and lost the game. So that means Cincy, Houston, and UCF still winless in Big 12 play, I believe, So across the board. BYU has the win at uh, Cincinnati? 
Yes. Is that the, is that the only win so far? For new teams. For new yeah, teams, right. and, and that's among new teams. So nobody has beaten the uh, the regular. Oh, good point. Yeah, the the leftovers, the holdovers. Uh, Mac McCarthy here joining us. Mac, um, we can circle back to college football. I do want to ask you before we get out of here, what happened with your guy Harvick on Sunday? Did he get arrested? Did he go to jail? Is he in trouble? What happened? <laughs> you know, it was really exciting, obviously, uh, regardless of whether you were a Harvick fan or not. But uh, but being a Harvick fan, to, to lose by 12 one-thousandths of a second at Talladega, uh, uh, you know, came right down literally to the wire. Uh, and then he got disqualified for some windshield mounts uh, not being on the car. And, of course, that was, not a, that was not a competition thing, a competitive advantage. It was was actually a safety problem and the the nascar group comes down hard on anything to do with safety as they as they should because that could have been a a disaster uh in in some kind of crash and those are always possible but very exciting race uh blaney is really good at restrictor plate racing and penske is really good at restrictor plate racing and it came down to two really good cars two really good drivers and um and blaney ended up winning i i I guess i'm kind of glad now that harvick didn't win because it would have just been devastating to to get disqualified after winning he's only got like uh one two three four five chances left to win so how do you feel about the is this the roval this week at charlotte yeah Yeah. how do you feel about that deciding yeah i'm not for for any gimmicks they've already done away with the roval at indianapolis for next year thank goodness uh not that the racing on the on the oval was all that scintillating at uh at indy but it was a whole lot better than the than the roval situation and of course uh good news uh for north carolina race fans uh the state of north carolina race fans in that uh and that north wilkesburg is going to be the all-star site again and they're going to get the repave there and the state has invested heavily along with some some uh you know the folks that own the track bruton smith and or not bruton anymore is his son and then uh uh, and big news also they're going to go to Iowa the Cup Series going to Iowa that that was kind of designed Rusty Wallace had a lot to do with that design he copied it after the Richmond track and uh, his uh, his goal was eventually to get a regular cup race at Iowa and all they've had is the trucks and Xfinity and um, and finally they're on the regular cup schedule which I think is great because I think it's going to produce great racing out there in the middle of nowhere Matt McCarthy joining us. Is this another cutoff week, Coach, this week? Okay, because then after that, you've got Vegas, Miami, Martinsville, and then the final race at Phoenix. I'll be at Martinsville at least uh, for sure, and um, trying to trying to catch my guy winning one more track. He's not great at the Oval. Uh, he's really good at, at Vegas. Uh, really good at Martinsville. What's the other race you said? Uh, Homestead. Homestead, not Homestead. Really. Uh, Miami, uh, okay, October twenty yeah. second. Good at Miami, won the championship at Miami, and of course he's the all time. And winner. he's Mister Phoenix, right? He's the all time winner <laughs> at Phoenix. Yeah, even I know that. There you, good job as a novice. Uh, all right. By the way, uh, somebody asked, when is it too early to talk basketball? It's it's never too early because coming up tomorrow on the show, Cy Seymour will join us. Cy, Mister Positive, and he'll have you feeling good about everything. Cy, Cy, anytime you're feeling bad, just just call Cy. Absolutely, and uh, he's a. <laughs> fellow commanders fan so he'll tell me how washington played hard and took uh, the eagles to the brink the other day and, and cheer me up about that how did they lose by the way 
what do you mean was it like some controversial thing no they they tied it late on the last play of the game did sam Uh, howell play well sam howell did play well through four picks the previous week played a lot better last week the question was if there's any controversy it was you tie it up well you score a touchdown you're down one no time left on the road you're you got momentum do you go for two or do you kick it to go to ot rivera chose to kick go to ot they lose an ot yeah, there were a couple college games where the coaches were lamenting that the fact that a player got loose and scored a touchdown rather than rather than just take a knee yeah. and let the clock keep running and that kind of thing. And of course, one of the games, uh, trying to see here which one it was last week. Um, oh, the Notre Dame game. Where oh, at, the, right. at the end, if you were a better, you were really upset because if you kick the extra point, you win the bet. If you go for two. You've got to make it to win the bet, and you lose if you don't make it. So there were a lot of people that were nervous with that last, uh, you know, uh, extra point. It happened Sunday night in the Chiefs game. Mahomes slid at the one, where if he goes in, the Chiefs win the bet. Instead, he slid, run the clock out. They win the game. In the Washington-Philly game, I was cheering for an Eagles touchdown because instead of just running the clock out, kicking a field goal, they threw a bomb to A.J. Brown. He caught it, giving Washington another possession. So it's kind of interesting what coaches decide to do in those situations because I even saw Eagles fans like, what are we doing? Why score a touchdown? They, they were upset they scored because it gives the other team the ball back. The analytics, and I don't know who this was on Saturday, but it was obviously a college game. They went in, they went and got sideline shots of, of each team, and there's a guy with a notebook, a thick notebook, standing in the vicinity of every head coach with that book about when to go for two, when to go for it on fourth down, and what all that What do you that think this of, is, Coach? Right, Mike now, Houston you, just won't call me. I've you, got all of it right here. <laughs> I thought that was maybe maybe your book for how to run the uh, radio show. <laughs> I need to read it more thoroughly, I guess. Coach Mack, our time is up. Enjoyed it. No way. Yeah. All right. Time flies when you're having fun talking football. Uh, we will talk to you next week, sir. Enjoy I'll be it. here. All right. Mac McCarthy joining us hour one of Pirate Radio Live. All right. We're going to the bullpen. Mully unavailable. Uh, so late add Mark Brown. We're going to talk some MLB playoffs. Right now, the Rangers have a one nothing lead in the third inning over the Rays as they play game one of the series. And we're going to have a Randy Rosarina double at least. And it will be a double, a one-out double. So, man on second for the Rays as they trail one nothing. You've got Blue Jays and Twins coming up in uh, the next hour. So, we'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. When we return, Mark Brown on the Halloween Express live line. Halloween Express, what are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express. Get shopping today right next to Target. We'll go out to that live line presented by Halloween Express right after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. I've been wanting to... I've been wanting some cool, unique merch for myself and for Pirate fans. And this is really cool. The Parker Bird Still I Rise t-shirts are available for pre-order now. Uh, UBE, um, PirateWear.com. The t-shirt will be available to pre-order until October 15th. You can choose to have it shipped to you or picked up at UBE. Pictures of these tees are available now on Facebook and on Twitter. Just look at uh, the Pirate Radio accounts. And awesome design. It is... uh, you got to see it for yourself um a really cool still i rise logo on the front left chest on the back bird number 16 uh awesome stuff uh we're doing with parker bird and uh, i need you to go immediately to facebook and to twitter check out this design and order your t-shirt because if you want cool unique ecu pirate radio parker bird gear um you got your chance now and as a matter of fact parker cut a commercial earlier today and if you've got about 60 seconds clip i'm gonna play it for you oh okay let's go in here hey pirate nation this is parker bird number 16 for your ecu pirates i've just launched a new t-shirt on piratewear.com that represents many of my dreams i committed to play baseball for ecu as a ninth grader in high school i worked hard many days for the thought of seeing my name and number 16 on the back of a pirates jersey on july 23rd 2022 i was in a boating accident that resulted in me losing my right lower leg after getting out of the hospital i am still striving to become the first division Vision one baseball player to play with a prosthetic leg. Still I Rise has become my mantra and the way I approach each and every day and how I approach my comeback. As I watched my teammates last year get the I Love You sign to the bullpen as they ran the bases following a home run, I used this gesture on my shirt to show my love to Pirate Nation. Purchase your Still I Rise shirt today at PirateWear.com. Go Pirates! Go check it out. Awesome logo, awesome stuff, and uh, can't wait to rock one of these. I uh, yeah, I just had a chance to go take a look at it because I knew the shirt was going was coming out. I just had not seen the design yet, and I just took a look at it, and that's freaking awesome. Yep, I, I gotta really get cool. one. I really gotta get cool. one. All right, do we have Mark yes, Brown? We have Mark. All right, let's go out to the halloween express live line and talk to mark brown camdenchat.com we pinch hitting for mike mullis today and mark we appreciate you coming on on short notice and i uh, thought you'd be a great guy to have on now to talk about the wild card and these playoffs how you doing today mark Cliff, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, you and I, we're kind of sitting pretty for a few days. <laughs> How's that feel, Mark? <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice feeling to, uh, 
I don't have to sweat this this best of three uh, wild card business. I am I'm happy about that. Yeah, and I mean it goes to show you can look back at some regular season meetings with the Rays or or other teams, and man, it is a huge advantage to to be able to wait to the weekend and have the Rays be in these stress filled games uh, coming up, and the Blue Jays as well. Blue Jays Twins coming up later on. And speaking of stress, uh, Tyler Glass now has been facing a lot of it here these early innings, trying to get out of another stressful situation second and third right now two outs in the top of the fourth with texas having a one nothing lead and mark uh heading into this series did you like the rays to come out of it and, and how do you feel right now uh with the rays rangers you know being as an orioles fan i felt like it's just been like destiny that there was going to be an orioles rays matchup also in the postseason because so much of the regular season seemed to turn on a couple of crucial series against the Rays and the Orioles did well enough in those series that they were able to beat the Rays and win the division. And it just felt like, okay, it's going to happen again. And maybe it won't. I don't know. I mean, the, the Rays, they've already got three errors in this game. There's mm. something, uh, it seems like maybe they're misfiring. Uh, I don't know. They're only down one to nothing that, uh, and even if they lose today, they could still win the next two days. Maybe, you know, they, they've had a lot of injuries over the course of this year, uh, including within the last couple of weeks, um, their, uh, their infielder, Brandon Lau, who went to the University of Maryland. So a lot of Orioles fans are familiar with him. Uh, I, I forget what his exact injury was. Broke something in his leg, I think. So he's, he's out for the postseason. And it's just one more. They've had, what was it, like three different starting pitchers had to get Tommy John surgery over the course of the season. It's it's been a lot, and it was certainly impressive that they were able to roll to as many regular season wins as they did with all of that. And uh, I, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable seeing that. But the Rangers, they're a very good team. Also, they did come up short for the AL West uh, yeah. on the final day of the season. So that's unfortunate for them. But I mean, they've got two of the better players in the American League there uh, in terms of like wins above replacement or whatever. In uh, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, not. Um, maybe not like the broad cultural uh, superstar level names that you might get from, you know, football stars, NFL stars or whatever. But I mean, those are two of the best baseball players over multiple years. They got huge contracts and, uh, you know, the Orioles were only three and three against the Rangers. So I, that would be, uh, that would be a tough series. I'm sure too. I, I kind of feel like, and I don't know if you feel the same way about the NL it's uh, the seating is unfortunate because the central division winner versus wild card three that feels like the team you'd rather play as the number one seed right uh, the winner of that game but that's not the way it works out the houston astros who won the aos on the last day get the winner of that series and then in nl the dodgers get uh the winner of brewers versus diamondbacks and you know your braves are going to get the winner of marlins phillies which i i feel like that's a tougher matchup for the braves as well much like I think um, Rays Rangers, that's a tougher one for the Orioles than than Blue Jays Twins winner. Sure, very similar um, situation. And and Mark, I'm not the only coward. Uh, I've talked to a lot of Braves fans that do not want to see the Phillies. So we are all uh, rooting for the Marlins tonight and the next couple of nights. Class now, by the way, gets out of it and again just high stress situation. Second and third gets Simeon to pop up. So we go now to the bottom of the fourth with a one nothing Rangers lead over the Rays. 
Yankees. You've got Blue Jays and Twins coming up at 4.30. Once again, uh, ALE. We've been waiting for these Blue Jays for years now with all that young talent to to make a run in the postseason. And good grief. Uh, I don't have to tell Twins fans. They've been waiting a while for postseason success. Uh, you got to go back to, I guess, when they beat my Braves in the World Series all those years ago uh, for their last success. So how about that series, uh, game one of that coming up in about 20 minutes, Mark? Oh, yeah, I mean, I am interested in the Twins because uh, talking about playoff utility, the Twins have have not won a game in the postseason since 2004. Man. And they haven't won a series since 2002. And they've been in there uh, – They've they've been in the playoffs it, six years going back to 2006, um, and they've gotten swept every time. Now some of those, I mean, like in 2017, it was a wild card game. They lost one, they were out. Uh, 2020, they were in a wild card series. They lost two, and they were out. But you know, getting swept right out of the ALDS in 2006, 2009, 2010, and 2019. So even winning one, I guess, would feel like a victory for them. And Maybe they're finally positioned to do it, although, you know, facing the Blue Jays, Kevin Gossman in Game 1 is tough. But, uh, I mean, twin starting pitcher for Game 1, Pablo Lopez, is a tough matchup for the Blue Jays as well. I believe he was uh, one of the strikeout leaders in Major League Baseball this year. And the Twins pitching staff as a whole, in a reversal of what has been a longtime trend for them, has finally uh, led the league in strikeouts for, I, I think, nearly the entire 2010s. Uh, the Twins were basically like 29th or 30th in terms of their uh, strikeouts for their pitching staff. So they finally assembled a staff that um, is, is able to strike out a lot of batters. And I guess we'll see if that ends up uh, helping them have some more success in this wild card series. A lot of playoff utility talk, uh, Mark, as we continue on, talking to Mark Brown, Halloween Express Live Line, Diamondbacks Brewers. Uh, not a lot of recent success for those teams either, facing off at 7 o'clock tonight. No, and I mean, going into the season, or really for the last offseason, there was a lot of talk of like, oh, you know, are the Brewers going to have to like trade away some of their expensive starting pitchers, which they didn't end up doing. But uh, it it didn't really set up for like, okay, this is a a budding dynasty. And, you know, they they had a respectable enough regular season. In contrast to the Twins, the the Brewers at least got over the 90 win mark. They were 92 and 70. Still, that's not... um, you know, that, that's nothing compared to the Braves winning 104 or the Orioles winning 101. That you know, big difference uh, in in the win total there. Um, didn't have to really play as many strong teams to win their division in the same way that you know the Braves or the Orioles did, uh, or even the AL West, Houston and Texas. That was a you know knockdown dragout fight. They were tied in the wins loss column, and it was only the tiebreaker um, head to head that. Uh, and the fact that the tiebreaker rules changed, so there's no more game 163 that uh, that gave Houston the division lead. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like the Brewers have been tested in yeah. the same way. And you know, the Diamondbacks, 84 and 78. That's a joke. You know, that's being a playoff team. That's a joke. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're not going to go from here and win the World Series. Right. That's crazy. And on that note, Mark, I guess the team, the wild card team from the National League, you would pick to make it to the World Series would probably be the Phillies uh, for most people. They play the Marlins coming up tonight. And um, and how about on the AL side? Would that be the the, uh, the Rays, the wild card team that could make a run all the way? Would, would the Rays be your pick on the AL side? I mean, you know what? The Phillies, we saw them do it last year, right? Right. Just, they, had, they had their whole... Uh, 
I don't even know how to describe it. I'm sure you know it, it, it inflicted its pain upon you as that, uh, that that juggernaut formed and steamrolled into the World Series and then came up short. Um, yeah, do it? Can they do it again? I, you know, I wouldn't want to bet against them. Um, I, you know, in in the AL, I kind of think the Blue Jays are interesting. Okay, they have a really good starting rotation, kind of quietly. It's not like anybody that's got a sub three ERA, but there's. They had five guys on their team with like a three point one six to three point eight six ERA. So they're they're um, five five of their guys, um, other than the struggles of Alec Manoa, and then he got replaced by Hyunjin Ryu. That's that's a lot of quality starting pitching, not like overwhelmingly good, but you you know you don't want to face that over any short series, and I think that. Um, the team did kind of underachieve a bit to be where it was. You had guys like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., not nearly as good as he has been in recent years. Uh, a couple of other um, hitters who are capable of better than they showed in the regular season. George Springer, who got a big free agent contract from the Blue Jays not terribly long ago. And if those guys turn it on in the postseason, that could potentially be a juggernaut offense in the way that uh, they weren't in the regular season. So uh, I, I, I think that's maybe my sleeper pick. I don't know that that means they're going to win or beat the Astros or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'd, I, I'd be nervous. Any team that's facing the Orioles, I'd be nervous. That's just <laughs> kind of how I'm wired. I, Especially, you know, going back to 2014 when the Orioles made it to the ALCS after rolling through the Tigers in the division series, beating the uh, the Cy Young um, winners three straight games to, to sweep the Tigers. And I was like, all right, this is it. The Orioles are going to be in the World Series for the first time in my life. Nope, they ran into the Royals, got swept four games. I feel like still to this day it was just kind of four fluky games. <laughs> uh, if you you know if you played that series nine more times, you know ten times total, I think the Orioles would have won seven or eight more if you repeated it. But yeah. the one that they played, you know they they got swept, and uh, so you know that that's kind of still marked on my psyche as a sports fan. And I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm not going to say I want to rather face the Rays or the Rangers. Either team, I think the Orioles could beat either team. They could also lose to either the Rays or the Rangers. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. That's the excitement and terror of being a sports fan is anything can happen, which sometimes can be good and a lot of times can also be bad. Mark Brown speaking uh, just like a true O's fan right now, joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Uh, Mark, uh, the Braves, I guess this has always gone on. I, I didn't notice it really or think about it until this year. You know, what do these teams do that are just kind of sitting around waiting for games? Well, the Braves are playing some inter-squad scrimmages and uh, they put out their lineups today as if they're playing a real game and uh, with Max Freed on the mound for one of the teams and they've got a split squad going. How about the O's? And I believe people can go out to the park and see these. Uh, it, are the O's, I'm sure, doing similar things. Any chances to like go out there this week if you're a fan and check them out before the uh, games begin this weekend? Yeah, they're having a workout that's open to the public, I believe, tomorrow morning. Uh, they took yesterday off, and I believe they're doing workouts. They, I think they did one today. They're doing one tomorrow and also Thursday, although only the Wednesday one is open to the public. And uh, I don't think they're doing any formal intra-squad scrimmages, like putting out lineups in the way that you just said the Braves did. But uh, I believe it was uh, reported they're just going to do kind of like uh, some live BP and, uh, you know, players just doing what they need to do to stay sharp, which I, you know, I, I get that, you know, you, it's one of those things you just kind of grapple with that. It's like, Oh, are they going to lose their edge or whatever? If they're off for five days, 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to think about stuff like that. I guess baseball <laughs> fans generally, uh, that's what happened. To, what was it? The Rockies in 2008, you had uh, Rocktober, and uh, they uh, they swept the NLCS, and then suddenly they were off for several days, and then uh, then it was like the magic fizzled when they mm. had to play in the World Series against the Red Sox. I, I feel like that's everybody's like, oh, no, you know, what if they get too many days off and they lose their magic? And I don't know. I, I don't think that's actually what happens, but I, I do feel like there's a lot of people out there that kind of wonder about that. It sounds like Mark just wants I, to either jump in a time machine or be put into a coma and just wake up and it's game day. You, you've got a lot of anxiety going this week before you finally get underway. Yeah, it wouldn't be the worst thing. It's going to be <laughs> a few days of, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching all these Rays Rangers games and it's going to be like... I, I don't, you know, I don't want either team to win, right? And at the same time, either team I would want to win. So it's like, really, what I'm rooting for is like 15 inning games where sure. they, uh, you know shred their whole pitching staff. And uh, of course, because in in the playoffs, there's no more uh, zombie runner or whatever you prefer to call the uh, the extra innings uh, man on second. So. Uh, it's it's more possible to have just kind of a lengthy game if you're tied through nine. Uh, that's kind of what I'm rooting for. We'll see. Um, I don't always get what I root for, so I'm not I'm not uh, having my hopes high for that, but we'll see. And once again, as we chat, the Rays in trouble. Uh, two runners on, no outs here in the fifth, and you had a Corey Seager double followed by a walk. So once again, Rays have been able to work around it for the most part, but they are in some trouble here. Uh, with it looks like Garcia up for the Rangers. one nothing Texas leads it on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. All right, Mark, uh, any closing thoughts? Last time we'll talk to you before the O's get underway this weekend, and we'll keep in touch throughout the playoffs. But uh, we've kind of <laughs> got how you're feeling. What are the O's going to do uh, pitching-wise? What's the uh, rotation going to look like for Baltimore this weekend? So they have not announced it yet. I am kind of taking it for granted that Kyle Bradish is going to be the game one starter. He has really quietly had a great season. He was the first Orioles starting pitcher to throw at least 150 innings and have an ERA under three going back to 1992 when Mike Mussina did that. So that's a pretty impressive feat to me. Uh, I think number two should be Grayson Rodriguez, although his season Overall ERA of 4.35 is not great. He was phenomenal in the second half of the season and really looked like a changed pitcher after he came back. I think that should be a one-two, and I'm hoping that will be a good one-two punch uh, if you get the Orioles an early edge in the division series against whoever they play. Beyond that, I'm really not sure how they're going to line up, guys, between uh, John Means, who has only made um, four starts since coming back from Tommy John surgery, although his couple of them were pretty darn good. And then maybe will they have Dean Kramer or Kyle uh, Gibson as the number four guy if that's needed? I- I'm really not sure how they're going to end up settling that. So, uh, but I do expect Radish Rodriguez won too, although they haven't announced it yet. So we'll we'll probably find out about that on Friday, I think. And Mark will close it uh, about the Norfolk Tides winning the AAA championship and our guy Connor Norby. Guess what? Hit another home run in that championship and uh, been in contact with Connor. Hope to get him on the show here soon to talk about his amazing season. But you've seen enough positive signs with this O's organization bringing up all the young talent. But it looks like there's even more uh, waiting in the wings down there in Norfolk. There's so many. It's amazing. I, I don't know how they're going to fit all these guys on a big league roster as soon as next year. You know, Connor Norby is one of them. He was really, really good in September as the Tides uh Finished their regular season, I believe, uh, set a franchise record for wins, which with um, 
I think they have won 90 over the course of the regular season, which for you know minor league seasons that are a little shorter, that's pretty darn good. Um, they got Kobe Mayo down there. He hasn't even debuted yet. Number one pick from last year, Jackson Holiday, made his way up to AAA at the end. That's a lot of infielders, and the Orioles infield right now is not too bad either. You got Gunnar Henderson, Jordan Westberg, uh, Ramona Rios won a gold glove last year. Jorge Mateo, really fast, led the team with 32 stolen bases. I, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. That's going to be my problem to start worrying about. Uh, hopefully, a month <laughs> now because the Orioles have made it to the World Series, and then I start thinking about, okay, how are they going to repeat? But uh, you know, as long as they're in the playoffs, uh, yeah, kind of the prospects are a bit more in the back burner for me. You know, but Mark, your problems now are a lot different. They've been in the last six, seven years or whatever, right? You've got good problems now. You're right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too many prospects versus bereft of prospects, and how are they going to? sign free agents to cover that and then you know the the free agents they sign are uh ubaldo jimenez and you'll find gallardo and that didn't work out very well uh check out camdenchat.com uh gonna be a fun week to be following mark and the crew over there at camden chat and uh mark thanks so much for joining us man we'll uh we'll check in with you if you're able to talk uh this time next week or the week after all right, sounds great. Take care. Thank you, man. There is Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line, counting down the days to Halloween. It is Halloween season. You can find it right next to Target. It is Greenville's premier Halloween Superstore. All right, base is loaded, and we just had a, an infield pop out. So, Glass, now can he get out of this jam? With bases loaded, one out. Oh, my goodness, wild pitch, and that will score a run. Good grief. You got the pop-out you needed, and then you throw one over the catcher's head. So it is now 2-0 Rangers in the top of the fifth inning, one out. We will take a break, come back, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We are back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Rock. Hey, thank you, Shirley Rhodes. A nice hat. Thank you. You can't see it in the camera, though. Oh, thank you. I thank you very much. Chain Man, let's get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. And uh, first on that Fleet Feet Rundown is going to be National Day Update. we got to let you know what National Day it is. And then number two, we're going to do Best Postseason. Now we're going to talk about our favorite and least favorite postseasons in sports. You got me? Pard? Chon? That cool Chon? He's good. He's good. Chon? You good, Chon? Chon? Chad? 
All right, I'm going through my papers here. <laughs> Don't fret. I, I've got every <laughs> stack of papers. Look, Chandler. I've got everything I need right here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> we're not even. We're almost halfway through the football season. I'm gonna get rid of these. I'm gonna do a cleanup after football season. At the end, I at did. the end of the football season, or at the end of the year? Uh, I think I'm gonna do it once ECU season is done in football. I'm gonna do a. And then you have to create a new stack for basketball. I'm gonna recycle. Yeah. Um. But the good part is, you know, everything I need is right here in front of me. You just have to hunt for it. There it is. Your Fleet Feet Rundown is brought to you by Fleet Feet. Owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon, Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner. Go see them at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the Old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for who? You. For you. And me. Fleet Feet. All right, National Day Update. It is National Techies Day. Huh. So if you know a techie out there. Oh, your tech geeks. Your geeks, your geek squads and whatnot. I have to say, uh, I, I kind of tech geeked out uh, last week when I went to a concert and my seat was literally right beside the soundboard. And so I was pestering uh, the the woman that was running the soundboard. It, she was run. It, it's not just the soundboard; it's sound, lights, video. It was really cool. So you were watching a concert and watching how all that goes on as well. If it was a song that I wasn't particularly, you know, uh, there was a couple of songs that I wasn't, you know, that are not my favorites. So I'm not going to sit there and sing along, even though I know the song. So that's when I kind of leaned over and was kind of chit-chatting with her. But if it was a song I liked, no, I was focused on the concert. But All right. it was pretty cool. I kind of got a little tech education at the uh, Carolina Theater in Durham. You celebrated National Techies Day a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also National Boyfriend Day. Mm. So, uh unfortunately is that is that to celebrate the boyfriend that you have or to celebrate boyfriend material don't know because chandler would be boyfriend i was about material. to say i hope it's I hope chandler it's, uh, how many girls have reached out to you today and said happy national boyfriend day uh let's see oh the se- the seventh one just texted me chandler uh, oh wait uh, I-, I know the answer to that uh, <laughs> wait, just wait, say, it. say it again there there <laughs> sorry <laughs> unfortunately it's not national friend zone day or chandler would man this phone will be blowing up oh yeah there chandler always the bridesmaid never, never the, the bride. bride uh so shout out all the boyfriends out there shout out to my wife's boyfriend hope he's having a good day <laughs> <laughs> uh national fruit at work day I had fruit at work today. Chandler, has anybody wished you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. Uh, you had fruit at work. What fruit? Watermelon. Was it musical fruit? No. Okay. I actually had watermelon for lunch. Oh, man. I like watermelon. I see. I had pizza today. Chandler had some wings. Uh, we are not celebrating National Fruit at Work Day. Nah. Guess what I saw last night, folks? What'd you say? I went to the grocery store. Did you see? I uh, walked by the vegetables, and what did I hear? What did I see? Uh, the misty thingies. On National 
missed your fruit at the grocery store day i saw it happening i was so excited in the middle of the grocery store it was a celebration now i don't know what this what this word means national temperance day oh it encourages people to give up alcohol all right oh i just thought it was a celebration of people who are named temperance chandler can you uh go without alcohol today on national temperance day uh yes i could you've done it so far right yes you hadn't hit the bottle yet no all right plan on doing it this afternoon but now i'm not (laughs) well you'll just wait till you go to aj's tomorrow night sure sports trivia gonna be a big night uh let's see eric said something inappropriate and we'll move on uh mike p has a question for me clip on your trip to the grocery store store did you scan your mvp card <laughs> i typed have in, you scanned your mvp card i typed in my uh phone number mike p after they yelled at me very inappropriately is it national small font day can we get some bigger fonts on these uh on this fleet feet rundown chandler come on bro i know it's well it's hard to uh Hard to what? To have cram a bigger all font? that information in to, there? Yeah, to fit it all in there. It is not difficult at all. Well, then you come in here and do it. All right. Switch spots. Take over. This should be interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because Clip's never done this. <laughs> right, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you a thing. I know how to do it, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Let's see if Clip can fit all that in there. It's not that bad. Is this what I do? I don't know. Chandler, you have a show to host, buddy. Well, no. Let's. I think what the show is now is seeing if you can get the font yeah, but better. The radio listener, like you, have to keep the show going. All right. Then what were we talking about? Oh, what, uh, look, favorite and least favorite postseasons. Are we done with the national day update? Yeah, that was the last one. Okay. So my favorite postseason in sports i'm at a bit of an impasse here Um, (laughs) oh okay never mind go let's see i probably have to go even though the panthers have not been in the playoffs in seven years the nfl playoffs is always fun to me especially seeing some of the wild card teams kind of make their way up the ranks and go into the super bowl is always fun least favorite is probably i hate to say it because it's going on right now i would say major league baseball are you including nhl well, yeah, I'll tell you what, NHL. Well, now the Canes get me intrigued, and I like watching the Canes in the in the playoffs, especially in the runs they've had in the past few years. Um, so, yeah, NHL will probably my, be my least. Oh, God. <laughs> what have you done now? Nothing, I'm good. <laughs> All right, let's... Oh, no. Uh-oh. Man, I thought I had something cooking. All the way to the left. Eric M. on, on YouTube says, NHL playoffs is top-notch. Playoff hockey is almost a totally different game than regular season. I do agree with that Wait, because I do enjoy watching the Hurricanes play. I might stick with MLB. Oh, but I need to edit it. Yes. Even though when it comes to the NBA, I hardly ever watch the playoffs until it gets to like the conference finals. And then if I don't, I definitely watch the finals. Um, all right, Chandler, switch back. All right, how do we do? We did not do so well. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the track, and I feel like with he, about he 15 minutes of guidance, he he I could have done the, it. He, fa- he can't find the text box. I could have done it, but 
Go ahead and fix it for me now, Chandler. Thank you. Um, worst postseason is... Is it college football? Yes. I think the worst postseason is college football. Well, it's just way too short. Well, it's not because what you got to incl- uh, count bowl season, which goes a whole month. 40 bowls in 14 days. That is true because I was just thinking about the, the playoffs. but Bowl games that do not matter. I hate bowl games. And we never thought about that until recently with the with the playoffs because i've always looked forward to a bowl i've always looked forward to watching a bowl but have you oh yeah absolutely well i don't I think i still kind of do like but for just any random bowl game yeah I mean, and it's more towards uh going up to virginia oh and, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely for that i like but as far as just like the stanley cup playoffs are are great even though i don't like hockey I like the NBA playoffs just because you get a lot of uh, Kenny and Ernie and Chuck. Uh, Baseball playoffs, I'll say this. They seem to go by really fast. And you've got the wild card, which is going to be just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The Braves were out of last year's playoffs in the blink of an eye. The series go by really fast. So from that standpoint, I do like the MLB postseason. But I don't know. NFL's king. Uh, I, now, the best postseason is the NCAA tournament. No doubt about it. Da 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 That's the best. Da 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 You got your upsets. You've got day. You've got day basketball games on all day. That's the best, hands down. Easy peasy. What do y'all think? Eric says NHL playoffs top notch. Playoff hockey is almost a totally different game in the regular season just ask the hurricanes yeah um and i don't know what jamie's talking about in the chat baseball playoffs are if you have a team you get really into them for me it's kind of tough if the like the braves aren't playing but it is just high stress high leverage situations every single inning and the rays have felt that right now and the rays are about to go to their bullpen as glass now got himself into jams and out of jams but now it's going to be two on nobody out in the sixth inning and the rangers holding a two nothing lead over tampa and now surely we'll keep an eye on uh if we get to see our own sean armstrong coming to the game well he is available in the bullpen uh i just switched back over i had been watching the game but uh so it went to commercial so i'm not sure what the score is but... two nothing oh two on the near music hall scoreboard oh, presented by the buck the buck check out the font now uh that's better better not not really whoa okay all right much better not centered properly but you know what i'll take it <laughs> Thank you for getting that done for me. I know that was difficult. It's hard. It's hard, and uh, but you got it it's done. It's tough. Levi says bowl games aren't really postseason. More like congratulations on being seven and four. Yeah, that's a good point. No, it's not. It's literally postseason. But I see. I mean, it's the postseason. I think it's a good point. It's the postseason though. Your I season see. is the regular season. It's after the season. It's postseason. It counts. Not preseason. And but you don't after so it's and if you don't like it, Levi, then you're saying college football has a terrible postseason. It's it's semi postseason. And is. the reason the reason why I say that is because you're not winning a national championship if you're going to a bowl game unless you're in a playoff. Okay, but postseason means after the season. I get your point. Thank you. 
I still like my point, though. (laughs) (laughs) Mike P says, now he's hyped for pirate basketball. He really wants some March Madness. Do you think ECU is going to be included? Because they haven't been in 30-plus years. Uh, The men. Correct. I like your point there, Shirley. It's a good point. I'm just saying. Do you think the women will be included again? I do believe so. Okay. Back to back. Clamp down. Is it clamp down season? I clamp think, down. Clamp down. I think it's going to be clamp down season. Mm, I like Chris Davinsky is on the mound for the Rays, by the way. I heard the Mike Schwartz and Kim McNeil uh, promo for season tickets for basketball, and it's got me fired up. Mike Ward said 40 bowls in 14 days are not playoffs. 40 Nobody bowls said in they 14 were, Mike. days. 14 days. So it clearly says best, worst postseasons. I think it should be the best just because of that song. Now, the that version. is a – shall we hear it real quick? Yes, 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 yes. I'll tell you one reason if for you folks out there that like college football postseason. Oh, do I have to pull that up? Yep, you got to yep. pull it up. Oh, yes, you do. And we got to play it because it is <sighs> – the reason oh, for the postseason is that ball going to hang up? Oh my goodness! What, what are you doing? Oh! What? Oh my God! The Rays are playing little league baseball out there. What in? Was I mean, that, that looks like my softball team on the weekends. You had a sharply hit ball to center, center fielder, kind of half-hearted effort just to play it off a hop. His name is Siri. Uh, let's ask Siri what he was thinking on that play. <laughs> he airmailed that into the third base dugout. Bad throw, two run score. It is now four nothing. Nobody out, and uh, the Rangers are cooking with grease here. That was Corey Seager, by the way, who was mashing. Uh, by the way, which version would you like? <sighs> the only version, Shirley. Country. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because if that ain't country. I don't know what is. Good Lord, Abby. He just yeah. airmailed it. All right, here we go. All right. 40 bowls in 14 days. Best postseason. 14 days. 14 days. <laughs> but not really. 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. I want everybody to sing along. Forty bows in fourteen days. Forty bows in fourteen days. Hey, you want me to cook right quick? Let Chandler cook. Mama said forty bows. Turn it up. Papa said forty days. Mama said 40 bowls. What did Papa say? Papa said 14 days. 40 bowls. 14 days. 40 bowls. In a 14 day. I said 40 bowls. In a 14 day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. God, Joe <sighs> We are uh, <laughs> we're getting closer to bowl season, which means you'll be hearing a lot of that right here on pirate radio all right let's take a break jamie says what postseason of a team do you remember most or celebrate the most in history unfortunately it wouldn't be one of my washington teams it would be one of my washington teams yeah nats world series yeah i mean 
Second would be the Panthers. I mean, I had a lot of fun Braves postseasons, but they didn't end in championships. One did in the 90s. I mean, it might be the Braves from two years ago. That was so much fun beating the Brewers, beating the mighty, mighty Dodgers the way they did. Eddie Rosario playing out of his freaking mind and then knocking off the Astros. That was a really fun run. It might be that one. The Hornets, nothing. Even though we did have fun that one postseason. I've really enjoyed uh, Hurricanes hockey and some of their runs, but hasn't paid off since the mid-2000s in a championship. So as of right now, i got to go Braves from a couple years ago. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, wrap up hour number two, and have more for you on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Eat oh. the landslide. Now let's head back to the, the show. Champagne supernova. A champagne supernova, supernova up your bum. I like when he does that in like live versions. Well, that's what scares me because this is a live version, but he does not say it. Oh, that stinks. So I used to love the MTV Music Awards as a kid, and they played this song, and he was like spitting on stage and just being a degenerate. And of it course. was one of my favorite uh, performances of all time. Yeah. The, the what is it? The Liam brothers? No, it's Liam Gallagher. and Gallagher Noel. brothers. Noel and Liam, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. I knew there was a Liam in there somewhere. But All right. Uh, Jamie asked a question about favorite postseason runs. And I was just thinking about my favorite teams. But now he's talking about th- that weren't even his favorite teams. Like he remembers Giants 49ers matchups and the A's Giants earthquake. Okay. So if I think about my non-favorite team runs in the postseason, this one, it didn't go as far as it could have, but Steph Curry's run at Davidson was really fun when he was just going off and became a hero of the tournament. And that was a really fun one. Uh, The Red Sox winning, really beating the Yankees, but winning that World Series. I remember just watching every single one of those games and couldn't believe what I was seeing. The Red Sox erasing a uh, 3 nothing deficit to the big, bad Bronx Bombers and uh, really loved that because uh, I was a big, big Poppy fan and Man Ram fan. This is my city. This is my city! Uh, so that was fun to watch. Um, other... 
trying to think of other I, I really enjoyed the mavericks championship when dirk went off but i can't say i was following that whole postseason run chandler you got any um you're a sports guy right so you should have a few the the heat and spurs series back in i think 13 when ray allen hit the shot back out to allen that was fun i remember watching that because i wanted lebron to not win one in miami i was rooting against him yeah and that was one. what the first of the three that they yeah, got that was the first um did they win three sorry um uh, yeah they won three okay three pete i think they won three in a row okay um but also the Patriots come back against the Falcons just because it was the Falcons. Well, now we're just talking about one game. We're talking about postseason runs. Hmm. Well, you can go both the Giants runs because they both were uh, both those teams were wild card. <clears throat> uh, the Patriots first run because I was living with uh, my buddy was a big Drew Bledsoe fan for some reason, and Brady got hurt and Bledsoe had to come in and win a game for him in the playoffs Steelers AFC championship game and then they went back to Brady and uh, they pulled the upset over the Rams I think one of my favorites it, it was a good postseason run but it ended in heartbreak every time was uh, I think it was the late 80s early 90s when the Bills made those runs um, uh, when you had uh, Jim Kelly as quarterback Andre Reed, Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett, the one and only Don Beebe. Don Beebe, 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 Beebe. And the only reason I remember that is because I don't know if you remember it was one of one of his seasons. He had a pretty gnarly uh, injury. He he landed on top of his head. He got kind of undercut, and he landed on top of his head. So he had to wear like a special like piece to the top of his helmet that made his helmet look kind of odd and for whatever reason that stuck with me and I, I never forgot that but that so anytime i see like an odd shaped helmet the first person that pops into my head is don bb don but i did enjoy i mean i pulled for the bills but they just unfortunately could not you know win a super bowl but it was just like <clears throat> you know like you said about chandler it's always the bridesmaid never the bride randolph has Sorry, one <laughs> that we can't celebrate here but it might be the best 30 for 30 he said nc state's basketball tournament run 1983 yeah i have to yeah. admit i've seen it multiple times it's such a good one because they were down in so many of those early games and just, they had to win the acc tournament just to get into the dance they just had miracle games left and right in that tournament so yeah enough of that yeah, can't can't hype up NC State tournament runs here on the show. All right, good uh, good topic, good discussion. Uh, Kyle says we have to get a core uh, quarterback from the portal. Okay, <laughs> all right. Way to hang a big old left in the middle of our topic here. Uh, and Kyle, that'll come uh, months and months from now because you can't go do it right now. Should there be? A college free agency where oh my god players get dropped and we can pick a guy up this week yeah off waivers <laughs> you know what oh my god if we did that I mean probably ten years from now that'll be out there that would be I kind of that would be cool <laughs> like I, like a player is playing for somebody one one week and the next the next so coaches can start cutting college players. <laughs> 
is that what we're talking about yeah or we should be able to make trades at least like hey we got a guy that can really help your defensive line right now pirates are pirates have a good d-line right yeah we trade a d-lineman to a team that needs a d-lineman for a quarterback what happens to like the nil stuff though do they keep the nil deals or do you like hey what do you have for them well that depends on what the deal says does it say you're getting paid through the year regardless yeah what are the what, what's in the contract all right so what what will we trade for here and what would we what would we give up I say we give up uh, a D lineman. So give up maybe, uh, maybe Sue Rad or Ware. Yeah. Or, well, he's on the trading block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sue Rad. But uh, well, we need some offense, man. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Yeah. A top end receiver. Uh I mean, we need a quarterback. I guess teams aren't going to give up that's, a quarterback. That's the thing. I don't think they are. Yeah. I don't know. We'll um, we'll have to talk about. We'll have to look at the roster, and we'll come up with some trade ideas. Can you look across the country and see uh, some teams that might have some receivers they could give up right now? Sure. Okay. We'll, we'll come up with our ECU trades. This will be happening one day. I want to try to go get the Colorado State receiver. Jamie says if a quarterback gets released and he has uh, any college eligibility left, you can go grab him. Hmm, interesting. So, like, in this case, could we bring back Keaton Mitchell? Could be like, Keaton, he hasn't played an NFL game. Hey, like, Keaton, or say, let's say, or Isaiah Winstead. Wins, yeah. Well, no, he doesn't have eligibility. Ah. Keaton does. That's the rub. And, but Keaton's about to be on the active roster and play. Then we could say, hey, Tyler, I know you're probably liking the CFL, but how about you come back and play for another year? If you haven't played in the, a game in the NFL and you have eligibility, you can come back. So Tyler Sneed would be eligible. Blake Prohl, eligible. Just thinking outside the box here, folks. I'd go and get Bryce uh, Bryce Williams. Mike P said you should be able to bring up a JUCO quarterback midseason. It's like a farm team. Interesting. Just spitting out ideas here. Let's take a break. When we return, a guy who is out of eligibility. Bryce Williams will join us coming up on the program here. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live will also make you a winner and open up our booty bag. More to go. PRL back with you on a Tuesday after this. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where we you are, we were getting high. I showed up in boots and I ruined your blind tie fear. The last one to know, the last one to show, I was the last one you thought you'd see there. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Well, Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio 
uh, loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3. Guess who's at the Rays game, baby? Guess who's in a Good front row seats, baby. Dickie Evie, Dick Vitale. And I got to say, he hasn't been in the best health of late, so it's good to see him out and looking pretty healthy. So Yeah, he's been uh, he's been battling cancer of the throat, I believe. Mm. Um, and uh, it or it's attacked his vocal cords, um, so he has not been able to talk very much. He went into remission, but unfortunately, it came back. But so far, the he has been responding well to treatment, so that's a good sign. Yeah, looked uh, looked pretty good out there, so that was good to see. Shirley, can we introduce and welcome in our guest the proper way? Please? One, two, three, four. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. The brand new man, Bryce Williams, is here hanging out on a Tuesday. Bryce, how you doing, bud? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Bryce uh, has a, an update, an ECU football update for us. What do you got, Bryce? They're on the practice field. Yeah, they're practicing. I seen them. That's good. It's good, right? Yeah. Bye week. What's a bye week practice like, Bryce? What do you remember about that? Um, I think it started off. I'm trying to think of which way it went. I think it was normal set of practices, the early in the week, and then as the week drifted away, we kind of lightened it up. I think. Yeah, I think we had like maybe two. Like Tuesday was a normal Tuesday. Wednesday maybe slightly lighter, and then Thursday, you know, was kind of your deal there. Um, I don't. Th- you know, I think the weekend was off. Uh, somebody noted Jamie says Bryce looks very tired uh, he's had a few yawns uh, yeah said uh, if if uh, it was allowed he probably could take a nap right here mm-hmm. the dentist office feeling you know yeah he gets that den- is it the light do you think and then the light the temperature's nice the temperature the seat just the TV the little the TV the light just hum should we put on like a game show or a soap opera or something? Or what's yeah. going on? Uh, can I get oh, a Young goodness. and the Restless update? Anybody? I would love to know one too. What about General Hospital? See, I was uh, Days of Our Lives. I was a Y and R only. Days of Our Lives. You were Days of Our Lives. Can yeah. you do the Young and the Restless uh, theme the song? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> never been a um, soap opera guy, Bryce. My grandma called no. it her stories. You never, you never watched the stories. <laughs> Man, I, gotta I was get home on watch my stories all at the time at my grandparents' That's house, funny. and then my mom would like watch the replay. My granddad would be like, "Oh, this is trash," and it would be on every day. He'd pretend he didn't like it. Oh, he was into the story. He lines. was into it. He wanted to know what Victor Newman and Jack Abbott were up to. He wanted to know. All right. Uh, I don't want to talk East football, Bryce. But we got to. 
do we yeah we gotta uh, did you bring in a load of other topics for us no <laughs> <laughs> bryce it is the bye week the pirates are one and four the offensive numbers are in the gutter the gutter what can we do well like you can't add any players you can delete coaches if you want but you're not gonna be able to add any coaches it looks like they're gonna stick with what they got as I far mean, as yeah both. we're in it for the haul yeah you know i mean like i said i'm definitely optimistic each week you know you never know what can happen maybe things will turn out during the bye week i don't know but this weekend was a little tough to watch. <laughs> it just was. It just there's. Now we moved the ball this weekend more yeah. so than we have in past games. Yeah, this is a great stats are for losers yeah, game. Yeah, because I, this felt like some of the the Lincoln Riley era losses that you were involved in, Bryce, where y'all would have where y'all would outgain the opponent. Yeah, and and lose the game, um, because you were, were red zone was so bad yeah the red zone was painful so just looking at the overall number you're talking about numbers from this weekend yeah yeah just so here we go it feels like we didn't do anything but well here we go i'm gonna show you what we did we outgained rice 391 to 277 the ball more we were a we the time of possession ecu won that so passing yards 246 to 240 rushing yards 145 to 37 we lost to a one-legged quarterback and a team that couldn't run the ball. And that's just like, so where was? I mean, I don't know. That's what it was. Hard. It was weird. So what happened watch. was the red zone. Red zone got us. Hey, kicking field goals. Yeah. Instead of scoring touchdowns. Right. You've got it on the goal line. You fail on a a quarterback sneak. Which, yeah, which I wish would. I don't know. That was a painful one. Say something. Say what you feel. Uh, like. That, that, it's like if we're going to do it, I'd rather put Mason in. Say, yep, exactly. We're going to run it, and this is what we got. We got six six two hundred fifty pound quarterback. Exactly. Stuff it in there, but Flynn did it. And yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. If you got these two quarterbacks and you're in a two quarterback system, use the strengths of your guys. And Mason's is running the football, mm-hmm. being physical near the goal line. Put them yeah. in. Yeah, that would have been nice to see. I mean, I'm glad. I guess on an upside, you know, I'm glad our field goal kicker made some field goals. So, at least we can be glad about that. Andrew Conrad did hit some field goals. but Did he miss any? I uh, don't think he did on Saturday. Okay. Chandler, you were there. I remember. I was just like back and forth on watching it between the wedding. And Chandler, the you were in Houston. Where did you watch the game at? <laughs> at the stadium. At the stadium. Um, we did have a guy. So Bryce, we're still looking, and and every year of EC football I can ever remember, we have had a receiver that we thought could play at the next level. That was our go-to guy. Not this year. This is not the year for that. No. Now we did have a guy, Chandler. And if I'm yeah, ECU, play- I'm saying make him our number one. He played so well. And what's his name? chase so well <laughs> he he well, had a contested catch for that two-point conversion it was nasty yeah, that he was made awesome. a play i got so excited on that play because it's like the first time this season we've actually made a play a contested catch make Next a play catch. help your quarterback see we have some more blatant cat drops this was too many of them bryce way too many bryce so i don't know is this uh i guess it's not bad you know 
So do you think it's coming to the um, conclusion and maybe it's a talent thing? I, it feels that way. It feels that way. You know, because I'm thinking, I mean, you know, I like I went back before. I mean, obviously some we could probably make some different decisions in certain just, um, sure. situations on offense, but I feel more confident and more so <coughs> that in the what is being called rather than our players get all the players going to execute them properly. You know, are they going to make the right reads? Are they well, going to catch the ball? Let me ask you this, Bryce, and it's a hypothetical, so yeah. it might be stupid, but if we had the best play caller in the world, right. what would our record be? Probably, I don't know. Would you give us another win? Maybe. Maybe. Two and three? Maybe. Maybe three and two? Maybe. Two and three? Yeah. But it's like if you I'd can't three and two. You think, okay. Here okay. we go. So you're thinking, Leo, okay. And here's the thing. So you think we got pieces? Here's the thing. Yes. Because here's the thing when I think about us not having talent, I scratch my head because you look at a guy that's been here a long time. Josiah Hatfield has been here a long time and he's made some great plays. Jalen Johnson was here last year and he made some great plays. We've seen these guys be great. But, well, but they've never had to be the guy and they've never had to do it consistently. Exactly. And so far, there's zero consistency. Jalen Johnson, good third receiver. Josiah Adfield in sp- in moments has made big plays. And that's frustrating because you think you you thought that they could step up this year and yeah. do it, and nobody has yeah. nobody has done it. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like if yeah, I mean that's leading towards. I mean, we're dropping passes that you know obviously are converting passes to give us another breath of hope. You know, <clears> for each you know conversion. So it's like, I mean, what we've had a several drop passes big passes that are not even like contested passes yeah each week it's like okay i get it one you know if it's bad weather okay it's raining yeah you know but no it's happening every week it's happening every every week every game multiple times i I don't know it i don't know that that's what's starting to be painful you know and then i mean we ran the ball you know sometimes but Jamie says, uh, what does the coaching staff in practice what does the coaching staff do in practice to work on wide receiver drop balls? I mean, we talked about this all year. Uh, Jason Nichols was here yesterday. He was a receiver. He was a receiver's coach. He talked about the contested catch drills. You obviously we need to do things. Forget this jugs machine. Forget the one on we need to do drills where we're catching the ball and somebody is harassing the guys that catch it. And I, like, I don't know what's going on in practice, but it's like... And I gotta think they're doing that stuff. If not, they should all be fired. I'm pretty sure they're doing those I things. So but it's, it's just not working. Right. And it's like, you know, with I mean, obviously these guys are talented, but if you can't perform... I'm just looking at obviously fat, you know, just absolutely hard numbers you know? yes yes i don't you know you fast you da 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 you did this in high school or whatever you done you you the, i don't care what catches you make during practice you know i mean you gotta which is why i make so ill our number one receiver this week because he made one in the game yeah and that's one more than anybody else yeah, really I mean, has. like and like i said i know i mean i remember coach k wanted us to be at like golly their you know catching was like I mean, it was dang near 97, 98%, 90, I mean, like, I can't remember the exact percentage. But anyways, it was dang, dang near close to 100%, you know, or there's going to be, obviously, you're like, well, we can't trust you. I'd yeah. like to know what the percentage of these guys, how many passes they're thrown to versus what they're catching, contested. I mean, Coach K would keep track of that. And they'd say, me, Hardy, Zay, 
whoever's in the inside and out receiver room, as obviously the top three that come up the inside receiver room, we were right there. So, and Coach K was not happy when we dropped passes. So I'd hate to know what he's saying to those receivers who are dropping the blatant passes because they can tell you it's no one's fault but their own. So, right now we're bottom 10, you know, in yards per game, bottom 15 pass yards per game, bottom 20 to 25 in points per game. Just the offensive numbers are uh, putrid and it sounds like Bryce being a pass catcher himself wants uh, to see a lot more from those guys out there not helping out the quarterback (laughs) Uh, Michael Winstead said Bryce do you remember when they made gloves that had the sticky palms on them (laughs) yeah and heck they still I don't know what they had. I'm not calling Mr. Winston old, but I don't know what the sticky falls about. They, we, they make them tacky. I mean, it's... I'm sure a, the, the technology is even better than yeah, it was when you, you played. You get now. a fresh pair of receiver gloves, and it's a, just a nice dry day. I mean, it's and that ball's well, like buffed waxed. Here's a problem with that, Michael Winstead. When Jalen Johnson, I, I like Jalen Johnson. I want him to be good. He, he's had some drops this year, but the other night he's catch, he's trying to catch it with his body. It right. don't matter what gloves you could have. You could cut right. your hands off if you're trying to catch it with your body. You're not even yeah, using your you hands. Let it, yeah, you're not. You don't want the ball to get into your body. I mean, obviously there's situations. You know, it's the goal line. Like you got to keep it tight, protected, or just kind. Honestly, it's just an instinct thing. You know, yeah. when to catch it with your hands. When do you think it's going to be with your body? Aka, more so when it's pissing rain i guess you want to catch it with your body and all that stuff but i don't know i mean hopefully these guys are taking the next step i'm sure they're continue to i don't i don't know we're, well they've lost four games i don't know when they want to see the light you would think they'd see the light too you know pretty early so well look this hurts me as it a, does. as a guy as a sports fan and a guy that's watched a million football games that i haven't picked up on this as an interviewer that i have not got this from many of our guests so far robert just figured it all out we've been wasting hours upon hours here on this show on the pregame on the postgame talking about nonsense when he's got the answer right here they're used to the ball coming from a left-hander the ball is coming in backwards and the receiver <laughs> is just like a whole different ball coming at him. You know what? You know what, Robert? You he, figured it out. He figured it out. We need a. We need to teach one of these guys to throw left-handed immediately. Yep. Or we're screwed. Yep. Most definitely. Bryce, a uh, question that was popular yesterday. We asked uh, Jason Nichols, who was a coach, you as a player. Like, what do you? What can you run? Because we haven't even talked about the offensive line, yeah. which is has not been great. What can you do to mask an offensive line that's getting beat? What kind of plays? <laughs> uh, Go deep in the playbook. Zero. What? What can you zero. do? I, I was no. I was literally thought I had an answer, but then I started going, "No, well, if you pass, you need to give time for the quarterback." Which happens to be what is it, three seconds? I saw that little spiel with Billy Weaver and some other guys. Skip. Get <laughs> from Raleigh, Weaver. You sit over there and hey, shut Billy, up. Shut up. But, shut up. Uh, just kidding. But uh, yeah, nothing. Zero. Well, I, I mean, mean run, zero. I mean the run ball. I mean, we could maybe do some quick screen quick. passes. Something quick. Something yeah. quick. Hot routes if they're coming hot. You know, our screens don't work. Our, no. Other team screens do. God, I've been dying for a screen to the running back, and they did one, and they threw interception. So we won't see that called again. No, that's yeah, a shame. Not, not too much if you don't have a good uh, up front by any means. Yeah, 
So I guess there's, you know. Yeah, you run the ball. You you just run it three plays and kick, I guess. Run it and hoping Rajay finds a hole, squirts out somewhere. Or Javius uh, can break yeah, one or something. Somebody. Just, yeah. But other than that, ain't much. Mike P says, I say have the wide receiver run backwards. Okay. I mean, well, look, I'm, I'm open to outside-the-box thinking here. Never, I mean. Because what we're doing right now is not work. Do you it's think working. if, like, we could bribe the defense? Like, the guys just say, hey, can I catch this ball? Let me catch this little hitch. That sounds illegal. What are you, what are you giving the defense? They're like the offensive guys just say, hey, I really didn't want to catch the ball. Just <laughs> <laughs> And try to make them, like, feel sorry for yeah, you or like, Please, man. Just let me get this one. Please. Just one. My mom's was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Let me catch this hitch out, please. Uh, I have a suggestion. Don't worry. All right, what do you got, Shirley? Bring back some of the uh, the old school trick plays, like throw in a fumble ruski in there once in a while. If we can't, I'd say once in a while. I say if we can't do it straight up, annexation yeah. of Puerto Rico. Let's break yeah. out some trickeration. Trickeration. I mean, you got at this point. If I'm Donnie Kirkpatrick, the seat's really hot. At this point, you might as well just throw the whole dang kitchen sink in there. Double reverse pass. Todd, you might as well stand up and call. Can you do the hidden ball mm-hmm. trick like they do in baseball? Oh man, we used to do oh, that. Oh yeah, in the uh, yeah. the backyard on kickoffs, which they we would have throwoffs, but we somebody would get the ball, everybody would huddle up together, yeah, and one person would put it on their shirt. Then we all run out together with our hands under our shirts, and nobody knows who has the ball. Yeah, it's genius. Why teams don't do this? I don't know. Maybe we need. Maybe because we were forward, more forward thinkers in Winterville, North Carolina, yeah. than all these other coaches. Brett says, O-line, drop passes, yet to see Mason's arm, running up the middle every time, play calling. But we never lost the tailgate. Still a damn pirate. All right, Brett. Thanks, Brett. Fire me up, Brett. What else you got, Brett? We had a lot of issues, man. A lot of issues yeah. with this team. I don't know. I, like I say, each week, I'm still... Be yeah. hopeful. But yeah. it's bad because I was talking to a buddy of mine. I'm like, you know, obviously when we played, just about, obviously I guess I can reference that because I guess that's the only really thing I got. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to win. We're going to win. Now I'm watching. I'm like, well. So did you see, because uh, uh, you referenced, I think, did you reference something in your text back to me today when you used the word pride? You see Jason Nichols. That's, video. Why, I, yeah. that's why I said. <laughs> As a former pirate, does it hurt your pride to see ECU lose to Rice like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts the pride. So I'm just like, well, let's. I don't know. I'm just like, well, let's see what we can do today. Not, nah, we're gonna win. Ah, so it has kind of changed your. Well, I, I believe we're gonna win. Like I want to believe we're gonna win, and I'm always gonna say that. But it's just like when we watch it, I'm just like, almost yeah. like. Something yeah, bad's about like, to happen. Ah, what's, yeah, like what's gonna happen? Are we gonna da da da? Gonna fall? Not. I don't know. Are we gonna play good? Ryan says we gotta hope, Bryce. That's all we got right now. Hey, hope. I'm here hoping. I'm. Hoping this guy's hoping come. more than anybody I've ever seen hope. Yeah. So. Still hmm. a pirate. Still a pirate. All right, let's take a break. When we return, more with Bryce Williams. We'll have a giveaway. Old Ellerby trying to show up, Bryce, with a big old catch. You see that? I ain't see one LRB throwing at me. All right. Well, I'll show you. Way? Oh, I'll show you live. We'll do that and have more for you. Pirate Radio Outdoors back with you after these words and a little Garth. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service. Just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Araldis Chapman is still pitching in Major League Baseball, and he just threw a 101-mile-per-hour fastball that moved a foot that is unhittable. Uh, It is Rangers 4, Rays nothing as they play in the bottom of the eighth inning. Rays looking to scratch something across. Um, The Twins got a first-inning two-run homer. They lead the Blue Jays 2-0 in third as the wild card is here. Bryce, who's going to win the World Series this year? Braves. Good answer. They're the favorite. How big's Chapman? He's big. He's a big fella. And uh, used to be uh, thinner, but uh, getting up there in age. He's got a little badonkadonk out there, too. I know. He's got some deltoids. Pause. Pause? He got a little junk in his trunk. There's some junk back there, definitely. He's got a different wind-up, don't he? And he's got a one, two, three inning. So they go to the top of the ninth with the Rangers leading for nothing. If you're an O's fan, you're keeping an eye on this. I don't know if you'd rather see one or the other, but uh, the winner of this series will play Baltimore coming up Mm -hmm. this weekend. All right, we've got the new Parker Bird t-shirts available for pre-order. These are really cool. So they've got uh, a unique logo. The still I rise. It's Parker Bird. It's a skeleton, and it's got the the attached knee there, Bryce, and the uh, and he's doing the I love you hand sign, which uh, Pirates do, rounding second on their way to third after hitting a home run. Oh, do they? And on the back, you've got the Bird sixteen. This shirt is available for pre order. You can go to piratewear.com and you can have it shipped to your house or you can pick it up at ube you can see pictures of that on uh, our twitter site or facebook and a really really neat design so i like kind of unique gear not the same old ecu stuff so this is something unique cool and uh, we got a a deal with parker and uh, maybe some more players uh, tees coming out as well so uh, go ahead and get your order in and support Parker and uh, good stuff. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. On the YouTube. Man, I was talking to Bryce. We're going to be underdogs to SMU. After that, we got Charlotte. That might be the last game we're favored in this year. Maybe. What if we lose to Charlotte, Kaz suggests mm. in YouTube. That would hurt for everybody, <sighs> but us especially too, because we made fun of Biff. Biff, the sleeveless wearing coach yeah. from Charlotte, and 
he got picked last and went off and all this stuff if we finish behind biff and he was wearing dang tank tops that's gonna be tough man (sighs) we cannot lose the biff that is our that's my super bowl Charlotte ECU is my Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's where we're at in this and season in right now. Victim, ain't it? it is. We host our Super Bowl mm. against Charlotte. We got to win that game. <coughs> I'm putting all my. Don't show SMU nothing next week. <coughs> Save everything for Charlotte. That's yep. what I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sacrifice the SMU game. By the way, we are breaking out uh, new black uniforms for the SMU game. Oh, the old blacks. Mm-hmm. As Coach Ruff would say, ignorant. We're going to go ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that before so is that like code for ignorant y'all is that what that yeah, is ignorant we're getting ignorant out there ignorant but that means like a, it's a positive thing like oh, we're going yeah. crazy kind yeah, of yeah, we're going yeah. we're going ignorant uh-huh <laughs> boys yeah. this week we're going ignorant and all y'all knew what that meant oh yeah <laughs> i like that most definitely all right uh fred says maybe we should be using the left side of our brains think that is the creative part of it we have been right brain heavy for those bo burnham fans out there musical comedian he has a good left brain right brain song that people can check Mm. out um kaz i guess refer are, are you saying kaz if we lose to charlotte that would be the lowest point of our football history i don't know about that we've been in some low points yeah it'd be low don't get me wrong it would make me go to the lab and cook up the lowest points of ecu football history list yeah and it would be up there but we got to beat charlotte yeah not much respect for charlotte that's That's, uh, i just don't that's all we got right now all right um let's see bryce let's see robert said if we lose that game only three questions on the fifth quarter in honor of Biff getting mad because he only got three questions at media day. Hey, that'd be nice. It'd be a quick, yeah, quick day for dude. you, huh? Now we've had uh, not the not the losing part, but just we've had some tough fifth quarters this year. So I would welcome a uh, quick three question fifth quarter. Yeah. But that ain't happening, no. Captain. No. Uh, we're gonna be here till the last caller is served because that is what we do here on Pirate Radio. And people are going to tell Billy to shut up. And people are going to call us idiots. This is kind of where we go. Once the season starts going bad, first you blame the team and the coaches and all that. Then you start blaming the media. Then you start blaming the fans. And the blame, it just keeps going down. And you blame the band. The The, the band ain't doing nothing. Color guard. One guy wasn't standing upright during the national anthem. You just keep pointing that blame around. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's... um, We'll save outdoors. Shirley, let's uh, make somebody a winner right now. And then I'm going to show Bryce what Ellery called. She said, give it away. Oh, good call, Shirley. Nice. Just give it away. <laughs> well, just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. Just give it away. All right. 317-1250, the number on the Halloween Express live line. Oh. Shirley, what are we giving away today? I'm giving away. Shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's, to caller number five. Caller five, 317-1250. You can win Chico's on Pirate Radio. We're back with Pirate Radio Outdoors and more after this. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And as we head back into the show, Clip, I've got a little bit of breaking news for you. Uh, the American has just uh, put out an announcement. They are announcing that opposing teams must count to seven Mississippi before rushing uh, the Pirates for the remainder of the season. Wait, who was that from? The American. Wait, what? Okay, shall I read it again? Yeah. Okay, the American Athletic Conference has announced that opposing teams must count to seven Mississippi before they rush the Pirates' O-line for the remainder of the season. So, I get, okay, that was a joke, but who actually put the joke out? Oh, uh, it was Dang. a meme I saw online. Meme. <laughs> Dang. Actually, it's it's an adjusted meme because it was an NFL meme in reference to the Giants. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, because they gave up how many sacks last night? Ten. It won't zur. Ten. Ten. It won't zur. Ten. I think it might have been more it was than a ten. one and a zur. Zur. Giants stink. G-Man. The three football fumbles, Giants. Three fumbles, ten sacks. I One. Have, I don't Zero. hate it. One zero. Zero. Bryce, this season, last time I checked, not over yet. Not over, baby. We got seven more weeks. Lot of time to get this thing right. Mm-hmm. We ain't off the tracks. Perfect time for a bye week. Yeah, settle in. Maybe they didn't know we could do that. They could do what Aaron Rodgers did. Everybody goes sit in a room. Mm. darkness get that ayahuasca ayahuasca whatever that is i don't know what it is but bryce wanted to do a little uh exercise here go through the rest of the schedule we're one and four we need five wins to get to bowl eligibility Mm -hmm. where are those wins going to come from next game home smu night of the boneyard night of the boneyard i mean we're bringing some that brings some uh, fear. Mm-hmm. You know, that sounds fearful. If I'm an opponent, I'm going to be a little fearful. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little um, pony. I'm a little... But we got My exactly. Little Pony roll, rolling my in here. My Little Pony. My Little Pony. We, we carried the pony. ponies on our pirate ships. Right. Now them, they're still over in England. Or drowning. Or Europe. Yeah. We need to burn the boats. Yeah. So, we lose that game. I mean, <laughs> that's going to be a I'll say that's a tough one. Okay. That one's, I'm on the fence. That one's going to be tough. Next game, my Super Bowl versus Biff and the 49ers of Charlotte. Bring it on, Biff. We calling that a dub? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're going to make it my Biff. What's that now? Nah, Biff. I was a little play on words. Oh, we're I see what you're Charlotte saying. My Biff. Our Biff? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make Charlotte our Biff. You Biff. <laughs> Okay, okay, there's one. There's one hey, win. Now we're two and two and four five ish. Five. Two and five ish. All right. Bad news. We're at UTSA. Good news. They stink. I thought they were gonna be good. Their quarterback Frank Harris got banged up. They stink. They're one and three right now. They are one and flipping three. And they're a roadrunner. 
That's a winnable game. They can run, but they can't hide. Exactly. We have guns. (laughs) We have guns. Single shots, but we got guns. That's right. All you need is one shot. Yeah. So we'll lose that one. Oh, they, I thought they were stuck. Well, they st- we're not good either. Though. But we might could win it. Next game, Tulane. Big and bad, feeling themselves. We're Tulane. We're about to go back to a big bowl game. Right. They are underestimating the Pirates right. in a big-time way. And we always pull out one we aren't supposed to win every year. Right. This is the one. Yeah, at home. But we probably lose that one. I'm on the fence. It's going to be a tough one. All right, at FAU, going into the year, Phil Steele came on this show. He said Tom Herman likes what he's got. Watch out for FAU this year. Mm. Guess what? They stink. They stink. Just like East Carolina, they have zero FBS wins this year. Mm. They beat Monmouth. They lost to Ohio, Clemson, and Illinois. Mm. They played a pretty good schedule. I'll give them that. But they stink. That's a winnable game, Bryce. Yeah. We can get that one. I like it. So that puts us at two-ish slash three-ish wins. At Navy. I look, hate Navy. If we had a good team, I'd be scared about Navy. I kind of feel better that we don't have a very good team right now. They suck. Say that again? But they suck. Who does? Navy. All right. We can get Navy. They're gettable. There we go. I'll tell you what. Blake Carroll's defense has looked good against Navy in years past, right? Yes, they have. We hold them to 14, 17 points. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can scrape across 20. Hold them to zero for all I care. Zero. There we go. Now we're at like three, four-ish, five and a half-ish wins. And now we're cooking. And then. Grease is hot. Final game (laughs) of the season at home against Tulsa. Six. Guess what, folks? We're six and six at least. Ding, 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 ding. I hate to be the bearer of bad news yes. for you Tulsa fans, but y'all stink. Stink, suck. Yeah. They beat Arkansas Pine Bluff, Northern Illinois, and a team that stinks worse than anybody, Temple. Now, they have lost to Washington and Oklahoma. Those are pretty good teams. Yeah, yeah. But they stink. Stink. Winnable game. That gets us to around six-ish wins, Bryce. And guess what? That can be bowling. And we're bowling, bowling, bowling. Bowling. So there Strike. you go. There's your look the rest of the way, folks. Anything can happen. I think we just we just created a little path there. We did. When yeah. all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. People said, oh, there is no path. Wrong. Hey, you know what Wrong. You we know found what one. That's kind of a reference to ships and thing. You know, bye week, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're dredging the canal for us to come on in. Come on in, boys. Come on, boys. Come on in here now. The water's fine. The water's dred- all right. Yeah, they're dredging. They're, dredging. they're setting channel markers because we're just out there in the valley waiting and we're going to. You know, Bryce, this whole time I thought I was I was dreading, but really I'm dredging. And you're treading. We're all dredging. Mm-hmm. 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 Treading. All right. Bryce, let's go outdoors real quick. Look at old, uh, look at old Cap Mellerby here. There we go, Ellerby. Look at, old, look at what he's working with uh, out on Spaniards, the boat. Spaniards. Got some Spaniards. Snapper. Ah, snapper. Yeah, that's a pretty fish. Uh, they got uh, Yamahas on that boat. How you feel about that? No, they're good. Those are electronic controls. It makes you know, it makes life a lot easier. Oh, so you're saying they ain't really doing no work then? Just not like the <laughs> the effort to put it in gear. Okay, ten stuff. four, ten four. Spaniard. Ooh. Grupa. Ooh. Oh, that'd be good. Those are those should be keeping. That looks good. So there you go. 
Ellerby outdoors. You done anything this week? Uh, Not too heavy. I've really just been doing some eyeballing on my cameras. Good news, which is always fun to see, that I do have two. um, I got like a spike and like two like smaller rack bucks that have showed up kind of passing through, which is gives me hope that, you know, the more mature deer will be passing through. Hope. See, right now I'm just baiting. Hope, yeah. I'm baiting, letting them feel safe. And then when the time is right, I'll sneak in there. Baiting. Chandler did a lot of baiting over the weekend, too. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what else, Bryce? Really just been on the scouting deal for the deer and setting them up and putting corn out and watching cameras and glad to uh, <laughs> to have some uh, bucks showing up on camera. So, nothing crazy, but enough to keep the blood going. Just like uh, me as a Damian Lillard fan. Bring on the bucks. Yep. I'm ready to see the bucks. Exactly. The buck. Exactly. The buck. The buck. Scoreboard brought to you by the buck. By the way, first final is in Major League Baseball playoffs. Rangers blank the Rays. Bit of a surprise there. Mm. Four nothing that final. And right now you got the Twins up three to nothing on the Blue Jays on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the buck. The buck. All right, everybody. Anything else, Bryce? Uh, not not. Can't too. call it. Can't call it. All right, fair enough. I'm good. We'll go to break. When we return, we don't have a game for Bryce to pick. I know. Maybe we'll run through uh, some other games. Maybe make some predictions. Yeah. You did make one prediction today. Braves win the World Series. I yep. like that. Yep. Um, and Bryce does not follow college football religiously, but I do want to do a pick 'em segment with you. Yeah. And I want you to pick the game and. Explain why. Maybe you like the state. Maybe you've traveled there. Maybe they have good hunting. Maybe you've played with a player that went to that college. For sure. So that's what we'll do. I'm down. When we return, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this. The sound of a You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow did not have a good day today. It was down 430 points and closed out at 33,002. The NASDAQ fell 248 points at 13,059. S&P dropped 58 points and finished the day at 4,229. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. SIPC LLC. LLC. All right, uh, Chandler, here we go. Bryce is going to pick games. You're going to name a tight end from at least one of the schools that I mentioned here. All right. Oklahoma, Texas, Red River. Don't say shootout. Rivalry going on in the Cotton Bowl. Who you got, Bryce? Oklahoma ah, or Texas? Ah, <laughs> dang. That's a good one. I'm going to go. Horns t- up or down? Horns up. Oh, ah, all right. Up. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Well done, Chandler. All right, Bryce. Maryland, Ohio State. Ah, I don't like any of them. Okay, Chandler, give me a tight end. <laughs> uh, oh, Vernon Davis. 
Oh, great. Good work there, buddy. Vernon Davis. Syracuse at North Carolina. Ah, not up. Ah. Syracuse. All right, the orange. Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron went to North Carolina. Kentucky at Georgia. Um, uh, go dogs. They gotta get him dogs. Dogs. Kentucky, Georgia. Ah, uh, Georgia. Georgia. Um. Oh man, play for the Patriots. Um, Ben. Hunter ben, Henry? Ben, no. ben. 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 What's his name? Ben. 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 Oh, Ben Bennett. No, uh, Benjamin Watson. Benjamin uh, Watson. Uh, Benjamin Watson. Went yes. to Georgia. Notre Dame at Louisville. Oh, uh, this is easy. I'll go. I, I, what I like, I like a. I always thought Louisville was kind of cool. Okay, kind of cool. Cole Komet. Okay, and finally, uh, Arizona USC. I'll be going to go, Coach Riley. Okay. Help me out here. USC tight end. I'll do, I got Arizona tight end. You ever heard of Rob Gronkowski? Ah, yes. I, I have. Bryce has. He's got him in his cell. He's a former teammate of his. Maybe. You got Gronk's number? No, I never got his number. All right. Get him on the show next week if you could. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> thanks. Bryce, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for We got a path to six wins. We're yes, feeling it. Hey, and we're taking it. That doesn't dredging. mean you have to take it, but we're taking we're it. We're dredging it. This week, keep on dredging out there, people. Hop All we're doing right now is dredging. Hey, hop on the boat. This is dredge week. Hop on it. Shirley, nice hat. See you tomorrow. Chandler, see you tomorrow. Bryce, see you next week. Talk to you fine folks coming up. That's Paul Molitor. Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.